Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. Well, th- this is a uh, this is just a huge day in uh, weirdo history, and <laughs> I <laughs> history that's kind of presumptuous. What I mean is, uh, for those of you who don't follow me on Twitter or Facebook, it's great news. The um, the pilot that I did for the talk show that would be following Conan has been picked up, and I I'm so I'm ecstatic to be recording this intro. So that's amazing news. Thank you for all the well wishing, all the well wishery on uh, on those uh, you know social media platforms. I really really appreciate it, and I will be giving lots and lots of updates. I'm sure uh, the show is not going to be going into production for a while which means nothing is going to be interrupted in terms of this podcast. And it's my sincere hope that we will keep doing the podcast even after we are in full swing production. Uh, I will find time. The show is a completely different thing from doing a TV show. Uh, it, it just, you know, by virtue of it, of what it is, it's three hours long. There's a lot of swearing and, you know, oversharing and stuff that you can't say on television. You know, so I think this will always exist. That is my goal and my plan. But we don't have to worry about that for a very long time, not until next fall. So it, please stand by to enjoy uninterrupted as as scheduled. You made it weirddom. And, uh, but we can do these episodes with the knowledge that the show is going to be happening, which is huge. It's a huge burden uh, lifted and uh, a dream come true. I don't think I even have to say that, but it's, a, it's an incredible one-for-one one dream come true. So I'm thrilled. And... I'm happy about this episode. Gabe Liedman, uh, some of you know him from uh, comedy. Some of you know him from the live episode that he did with uh, Kurt Metzger and some others in New York. Just stole the show when he did the live show, and I was so happy that he came in to the studio to do a great episode. And uh, I'm thrilled that this is the episode we're dropping on this special day. So, all right. I'm going to send this intro to Katie. Katie's going to post it. And I'm going to meet Kumail, oh my God, for a drink. Very excited. Uh, the ad is uh, Amazon. You know the deal. Or go to youmadeitweird.com. Click on the donate button. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a You Made It Movies. Me and Doug Benson just today recorded um, Almost Famous, which is great, which is our fifth episode. It's a great way and a direct way to support the show. Buy a t-shirt. Who cares? Donate. Who cares? Go to Amazon. Who cares? If you, if you feel like you want to support the show, if you're feeling nasty in that way, do those things. But I am coming to you from a very grateful place and this show had a lot to do with this podcast uh, with this show getting picked up and i'm thrilled so i hope you can share this with me and i hope it makes you happy as well in the meantime gabe liebman thank you everybody sincere sincere thanks all right what do you mean are you, you think it's chilly up here i'm cool you okay yeah it warms up let's make it real hot what's in there water <laughs> you ever <laughs> it just made me think of the days when um i had a lunchbox yeah did you have a lunchbox you're younger than i am i had lunchboxes you yeah. did okay yeah. what do you remember any of, i don't think i remember um, any of mine. fuck i know it's plastic yeah i had a muppets one. Oh, my brother had dukes of hazard and a matching dukes of hazard trash can oh why do i remember that Wait, he had a trash can that just had the Confederate flag on it, or basically, and the car and the characters. Really? Yeah, the men. I don't think Daisy Duke was there. Wait, 
This is an interesting... So you were the Muppets. I was the Muppets, yeah. That's a great choice. Yeah. The Muppets... It was like red plastic. Yeah. With a picture of the, the cast, if you will. <laughs> the group. The, the group. Like, you, you can't, you, yeah, you're right, the cast. The cast. But you don't really see any of the real cast, which is all those... Yeah, Glennis all the, the men. Show, we realized we, did, we could do Elmo, which you just have to go real, real high. So, Elmo? No. Elmo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's real high. But it's also a throat thing. Oh yeah, she yeah, you're right. You're definitely yeah. constricting your throat. But like I was talking high and silly and then she was like, Now bring it into your nose and I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, it sounds like Elmo. Elmo There it is Elmo ah! <laughs> Yes Elmo Elmo It's not I that hard. It. No, it's not hard. Puppeteering him difficult. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see that documentary? No. But I heard about the sex scandal that yeah, wasn't there, afterwards. There was a sex scandal. Yeah. It's always bringing down uh, yeah. the puppeteers. You gotta just you know, watch your back out there. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get popular. Everyone's going to say you fucked around with them. I mean, uh, kind of, right? Is that what's going to happen? Well, it didn't it turn out that that was not even a story. Isn't that interesting? That's one of those things that, like, you can call someone uh, a pedophile mm-hmm. or um, is this? Who said this? Who am I ripping this off from? It might be the some cops. <laughs> you can go. We might be getting this from the cops. From the law. From the law. Yeah. But the thing is, is like if you are um, – like let's take something complicated and I don't want to get into it because I'm, I'm unable to get into it. But something like um, David Koresh. Mm-hmm. If Ooh. you start do- – <laughs> You don't want to get into it? <laughs> what I mean is – and I think I'm getting this from Bill Hicks. If, if you start doing something yeah. weird um, – People will say you're a pedophile, mm-hmm. or they'll say you're um, an anti-Semite is a yeah. good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I- <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good one. <laughs> or racist. I should have just said racist. Yeah. Anti- anti-Semitism. Why does it get its own Prejudice. Oh. branch of, of racism? I, because I, th- I guess there are just you know a minimal number of uh, uh, black Jews, <laughs> and the rest... <laughs> So it's not technically a race because of, like, one area. <laughs> that's why? Yeah. So that's a good way. Like, let's say you and I – I often think of commune living. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really nice. You do. I do. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm a very private person. I'm like, just get out of my fridge. You like, could never be in showbiz. I know. Well, that's the that's the rub, isn't it? Yeah. I don't mean, like, if you came to my house and went to my fridge, I'd have no problem. You could eat anything okay. or take anything. But, like, I don't want roommates and stuff. Oh, I hate roommates. Ugh. Do you have a roommate? No. Craig? No, so God, great. no. Not for a long time. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Craig Baldo, who I took his place, uh-huh. and he, he was living alone. And then I took his place, and he was like, it's the best living alone, because I hadn't lived alone. He's like, you'll love it. There's, you'll never hear the jingle of someone else's keys coming oh in. And I was God. like, he's right. He's right. He boiled it down to the sound that makes you yeah. hate your roommate. The Pavlovian jingle, bell. Jingle. Oh. That means don't jerk off. Or stop, <laughs> stop doing it. Or finish quickly. Finish quickly and don't make a sound. <laughs> My roommate always knew when I was jerking off. You know what was weird uh, and very yeah. college when I lived with Matt McCarthy? Was, you guys live together? I didn't yeah, know that. That's, oh, that's cute. It's something pretty that's cute. cute about me and this giant leprechaun yeah. living together. Yeah. And uh, my uh, girlfriend at the time lived in Boston. Mm-hmm. So I would see her every uh, every two weeks maybe, which was kind of great. Yeah. If like I had just pretty much I had just pretty much gotten divorced, mm-hmm. so like it was great to have yeah, lots, lots totally. of loans time. Yeah, loans time, but you're not single. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it, it was too much to take at once. Yeah, you don't want to go from married to single. Heartbreak and and that huge transition yeah, from married yeah, yeah. to single. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, I remember thinking it was so pathetic, the idea of sleeping alone. Oh, boy. I just thought that was so... Now I love it. Yeah. Like an uppercase X. Yeah. <laughs> or like Don Draper, Donnie Drape said, like a skydiver. Uh, like a skydiver. Yeah, are you, are you belly like down? I don't belly down. No. What are you doing? I, I'm on my back, no pillows, ninja style. Fucking A. Isn't I'm that crazy? So glad we're like talking a corpse. about this. <laughs> and I don't move. I don't move in the night. <laughs> I do no pillows, totally flat on my back. <laughs> it feels great to me. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Yeah, it feels great. I, I, it just must be the way. <laughs> It's the to... way you're aligned. Yeah. You must have good posture. You look like you have good posture. I'm, I try, but it's not like my posture is great. Yeah. I don't know if that's even the benefit. I, I guess imagine what my posture would be if I if if I slept all curly. But Well, you know, buddy, I am in pain today. And yeah. I, I have this huge thing in my neck. And I think it's mostly because of how I'm sleeping. Yeah. My neck is constantly in pain. Is it's that not true? right now, but like you j- just... Like Kurt status Cobain quo with the stomach problem. Yeah, Don't I do haven't. Heroin. I no, uh, <laughs> nothing really helps it, but stretching and weed and is that right? Stuff like that. Yeah, you, you medicate, bro. Well, uh, well, the the weed is sort of a catch all. Is that right? Medication for me. Yeah, that's interesting. Just, uh, God, and I, I have just... my card now, so I can talk about it. I, but I talked about it before. Who gives a shit? What do you mean your card? Yeah, my Did you talk my about weed it card. On the live show. Um, no, I don't know. I, oh, I you don't just think mean so. you have talked yeah, about it yeah, in yeah. the past. I was just going to show my – I have this huge weed stereotype because of the way that weed affects me. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this many times on the show, so I'm going to throw this as quickly as I can to you. Because sure. people know how I feel about okay. it. <laughs> Conflicted. Uh, I've, I've smoked it before and had just like wonderful times. I'm not one of those yeah. people that like can't enjoy right. it. Those people – get the fuck – you're the, not helping the, anything. The Dean Camps of the world. Is that a Dean – Yeah. Dean he, Camp can't enjoy it? He like goes it? blind and rips his hair out. Really? Yeah. Who's Dean Camp? That's uh, Jenny Slate's husband. Oh, I just know him as Dean. Uh, you have to say Dean, and you Dean have to be Jenny. And Jenny and Denny. <laughs> Jenny and Dean. Yeah. So Dean Camp. Yeah. Wonderful filmmaker. Very funny Camp director. Smoke pot. He goes yeah. Crazy. Okay. I understand. <laughs> he literally will tear his hair out. He, he has before. Like now, he's dipping his toe back in. I don't think Ooh. it helped that I stayed with him for three weeks, uh, <laughs> and it became like marijuana pajama of you rising from the grave yeah, from just, your corpse position who wants to smoke <laughs> immediately waking and baking yeah, and then yeah. being like I guess a little I guess. bit so he started to smoke a tiny bit before bed like once a month or something to he help doesn't, him sleep doesn't rip his hair out when he does that is it to help him sleep or is he staying up is I think it like he, smoking I, and being silly um, no not staying up I, go straight to bed Yeah, go straight to bed yeah it's interesting you know when you uh, learn transcendental meditation one of the things they tell you is you can't smoke pot for a month oh boy isn't that <laughs> and i can't meditate so that makes a ton of sense i i just wonder what that correlation is yeah well i mean my I, mind is not it's like my mind's not that clear and if i sit still and just try and think yes it doesn't work but if i walk i can think oh walking great. meditations are great yeah and that's what that's what you know i was just thinking about this that's what yoga is and that's what jogging yeah. is i yeah. saw someone jogging on the ride here today and i was like she's meditating yeah that's totally. what she's doing i went for a long hike before this exactly. that was meditative and and didn't the benefit, listen to music you know ooh, 
Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Just thought. That's Came up with a stuff. new joke, actually. Love it. Yeah. I was meditating and I thought, sometimes I write roast jokes for no reason. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, I, it's You're, like, you would be a hilarious roaster. I would love to do it because it's so off. Really flipping the script. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, so I love off. it. And uh, I, I have a folder in my phone called um, Roast Jokes because oh, I love wow. them. And yeah. whenever I think of one, I wrote them down and I was meditating, which is so funny because it's such a peaceful, beautiful state. And then I go, Jeff Ross, you look like I'm on mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That is really funny. You look like I'm on mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more and more so as so, time goes on. I know. Uh, he just kind of looks more like a fraggle rock guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's His good new too. style. Yeah, His yeah. new style who, is different. Jeff Ross is here, but the question is, who is puppeteering him? Oh, yes. That's a great question. Uh I don't know. I wish I knew the producers of the burn so I could answer you correctly. Laser. Laser. (laughs) So you went on a hike. I I was just on a hike this morning. Yeah. I was reading your blood pressure being around green things and being Mm -hmm. outside and being in the sun. Um, is huge. It's 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 quantifiable. It's medically proven. It lowers your blood pressure. I feel great, and you feel great. Yeah. But why don't we do these things, Gabe? If you're like me, I, yeah. I go through these times when I'm doing them, mm-hmm. and that's where I am right now. Yeah. And then there are times when I'm not doing. Well, them. I think that that I think that that pattern, which I have too, of mm-hmm. like hitting it hard and then totally relaxing, <laughs> yes. is you have to kind of zoom out and see it as a wave, an up and a down, and that they're both part of the process. Because otherwise you're going to get so pissed off at yourself when you're not doing anything. But like if you weigh yourself, you're not gaining anything significant when you're not working out if you've worked out really hard for a bit. Right. So you deserve the rest, and you'll get back into it, you know, because you've you've seen the up of the wave now. You're absolutely right. God, I I think self-love might be... (laughs) Really, really, really important. It's the most important. I sometimes yeah. think, what if we yeah. all loved ourselves more? Like, yeah. What would the world look like? That was a, that was like the crux of my therapy. Is that right? For sure. Yeah. Really? Was just like that because that's yeah. some, that's some ninja style self love. You just hayat all totally, over that, that totally. Topic. It took and you, that was therapy. a couple of years, but yeah, really? totally. I mean, just like well, it was. I mean, my therapy was like. I'm the middle child, and I think there's two kinds of middle kids. Ones who f- are fireworks and just get the attention no matter what, even though it's not get- being given to them. Oh, they they, they fight for it. They yeah, go they for fight it. for like, it, and they're fucking baby. ratty, and they're big and, yeah. and loud. And How do you compete with baby? You can't compete How with baby. Compete How with do you, you haven't accomplished what your older sibling, yes. and you never will. And you never and you will. You never will, because you're not the same person. Like the Mormon God, he'll always be ahead of us. But one day we will be as he is today. The Mormon God? Yeah. <laughs> the Mormon, the idea of I'm sorry to interrupt, I but love, it's so silly. Wait, so, but it's so um, silly to interrupt with this. I'm not. But you don't mean the police. angel Moroni. You mean God Moroni? Moroni. I called him Moroni <laughs> in my head because I read Moroni is, is yeah. the crime boss from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the book of Moroni. It just says get Batman. Get Batman. Moroni's guys. That's that guy. He's in Batman Begins, and he's like, uh, he has a weird accent. Mm-hmm. He made a, we- a pretty bold choice. Do you remember that? No. Which he's guy like, is he? I could shoot you in the face. I can't yes. even do it. Yeah. And it's like, that's the Gotham accent? There's a lot of like weird audio choices in that series of Batman. I would agree with that. It's like, <laughs> really, and sometimes they're the best. Yep. Like, the audio in all of the chases. Yes. 
is the best. What do you mean by that? I mean, like, the tires on, you know, like, the chases uh, yeah. through tunnels and, you know, with like the overhead. Like, where Joker has yes. laughter is the best medicine. Exactly. You know, with the van and the motorcycle and all that shit. you? That's, like, that's one of those things that you wouldn't, it's like a bass, a bass player. Yeah. For people who don't play music, they don't oh know my God. the bass. Oh, the sound is, like, the important sound is to so me important. In, in movies. Sure. I'm, when, once you said that, I immediately agree, because when he slides yeah, the thing open. That's a, and, like, you know, like, those fat motorcycle tires yes. sound different and like oh, that's right and they're bassy <laughs> yeah exactly there's all a, of that shit yes high. it's so good and it, you know there's a million different vehicles see people didn't really like that um, take on the Batmobile the tank yeah I love it yes why wouldn't you it's, it's awesome it's fucking awesome it's the coolest yeah and it's contributing to this whole black matte car thing yes we're seeing exactly absolutely yeah the matte car but then the other the bad audio choice of course is his voice batman's voice is just shocking yeah i cannot literally cannot believe it really yeah what else could he have done i i can't believe i'm going against you a little you could do a slight modulation if you had to do something like if 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 the actor can't what have be grave be gravelly on his own yes I guess you could do whatever you're doing to make Britney Spears sound human. You know, just a little slight <laughs> tweak. But the, but they went so different, you know, yeah. as if... So you have to remind yourself, oh, okay, there's some sort of built-in mouthpiece to his mask. Wait, you think it's so different that it oh couldn't be... Oh, my God. You know I do these Batman videos where yes, I do of the course. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. I know they put a lot of it in posts. Like, they deepen it. They, they make it real. They they do exactly what Nolan did yeah. to my voice. It is a hop, skip, and a jump to me, knowing none of the software. Yes, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> the scream caller, the caller from Scream. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that close to me. Interesting, it's inhuman sounding, and then it's like, what a fucking bold choice! And you never talk about why you're doing that. I guess it's to mask his identity. <laughs> well, in Dark Knight, uh-huh. there's that time when he comes in and the the cops are all tied up. Yeah, and he's not wearing the bat suit. He's just wearing a tasteful leather jacket. Gorgeous. <laughs> it's expensive. I <laughs> a good leather. That's a good twelve hundred dollar jacket. I'm sure. <laughs> that was a head on microphone. Well, I mean, he's Bruce Wayne. He's got to keep up the image. Yeah, he's got to look great, and he does. <laughs> you just made me laugh like the Joker. I really had a what? But it was really uh, yes. that was real. <laughs> When cartoons make that noise, they're imitating me. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in in tasteful leather, mm-hmm. and he's and they're all blindfolded. Do you remember this? Yeah. It's at the parade, uh, and he leans down, and then he uses the Batman voice as Bruce Wayne. Uh, oh. And he goes, "What happened?" That's what oh my god. Go. I don't remember that. And they go, and then the guy overacts the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but he, he goes. <laughs> They took her guns, her, her uniforms. <laughs> like, I'm doing it perfectly. <laughs> like, that's exactly what that poor actor that's did. That's in Batman Begins? That's in Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Mm. I've only seen it 21 times, so <laughs> the next time I'll remember that scene. They took her guns. And then he goes to the window, and then that's when you see Joker without his makeup shoot at Harvey Dent. Mm. And uh, yeah. Kamish. Kamish. So, yeah, the sound of the Batman voice, no good. No good for me. Where the drug's going was the... Uh, was a big problem for people when he really screamed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like but I've oh given this God. a lot of thought. Like you, I just don't know what else he could have done. I think he could have just done his own voice. But then people would be like, you have the lower half of Bruce Wayne and you sound like him. <laughs> don't you think? That, yeah, but that's never come up before. 
Yeah. And no other Batman has had such a different voice. You're right. Like, you're thinking, like, the animated series Batman. Yeah. Oh, or any of the... Uh, or Tim, any of the Tim live Burton action. Batman. Yeah. yeah. That's Schumacher. weird. You know, I mean, it just happened wait, for wait, this wait. trilogy. Uh, Michael Keaton was like, I'm Batman. But it was his own voice. It wasn't as computery. You think he, like, lowered it a yeah. little? Made it a little bit more Yeah. Friendly. If it... Look, if you feel you know, sexy and gravelly yeah, when you yeah. put on that suit and yeah. your voice changes a little yeah. bit, go with it. I mean, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I feel amazing when I slap on... Oh, my God. And then, what of course, Bane of? Yeah. is the worst. Well, it, but that, there he had... He, he had the thing. He had the thing. He's I the worst. I, like, I didn't mind him. I didn't like him as a villain. Mm. I don't care for him as a character. Yeah, okay. I, I just said that. the same thing twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't care for him as a thing. But my intonation implied I had I another I liked Bane. Really? Yeah, I liked Bane. I really liked... I surprised myself how much I liked the, this Catwoman as well. She nailed it. She nailed, nailed it. it. And I was taught... I said that. I couldn't believe that she was like one of my my favorite part of the movie. Maybe. Me too. I hated the movie, though. You did. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Really? Yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I'm not one of those people that's like, well, let me well. just take you down a pit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. You can. I mean, you, I, it's, I don't uh, – I've seen a lot of the, the animated series I haven't read. I'm not a comic book person. Me neither. I read – I watched the animated – that's where I got my Batman right. interest. Yeah. So did you see the Marion Cotillard twist coming? Hmm. The what? The, that she was Ra's al, al oh. Ghul's daughter or whatever. You know, it's funny, Ra's al Ghul was such a bigger part of the animated yeah. series, always getting in remember... that, like, infinity bath and Yes, stuff. exactly. Yeah. And I remember the episode of oh, the animated yeah. series where she was, like, a character and, and Catwoman was in that, too. You see, that's interesting. You see, that that was, like, one of my... We made the video about it, the, the Batman video called... Uh, it's called Batman Can't Stop Thinking About Sex. <laughs> and when Oren and I watched it... Here's the problem. Here's a couple problems. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't we watch that movie to write sketches about it. Yeah. Like, we didn't go, like, actually, the first time I was like, fuck that, I'm just watching it. Then the second time we watched it, we were watching to uh, write sketches. And then I was like, he fucked her. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. I mean, even if you like the movie, you can agree. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous that they got caught in the rain outside of Wayne Manor. Yeah. Broke in, lit a fire. Yeah. And then raw dogged it all night. Yeah. I'm but reading that in. The ridiculous part to me is that they didn't show any of that. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a G movie. Yeah. You can't cut from the rain to. Oh, that, that just made it post-coital. even stupider. Oh, God. But you know what? Like, if they had shown it, I think more people would be like, wait, they fu- That's why. That's that sketch was like a real like yeah. we were trying to be like fuck you that's stupid Batman doesn't fuck he doesn't have time Batman doesn't tired. fuck his arch nemesis who's trying to blow up Gotham he didn't know that at the she time. did she did yeah she was well, like she I'm gonna... fuck her so she's using yeah. sex yeah the fucking yeah uh, she's hot too she's she great like, yeah. she looked like Mila Kunis's mother oh I love her. <laughs> Who, Mila? I, um, both. Or is it both? Yeah. Yeah. Marion, though. Oh, God. Have you seen La Vie en Rose? No. Where she plays Edith Piaf. <laughs> what are these words? E- um, <laughs> it's Edith, or I bet, I think it's Edith. I always say Edith Piaf, but in the movie, it's Edith. And she's <laughs> like a old French singer yes. from God knows what era, 20s, 30s. It I, sounds great. I don't I'm know. Yeah, board. it's so good. It's in French, um, biopic. You should also, it'll make you obsessed with this singer. And she just had this uncanny, 
voice. Wait, the, the real woman. The real woman. And why did she get a movie? What is her story? Her story I guess, is, is that a like, spoiler. I don't know. No, I mean it's just it's kind of like a behind the music of a person who lived way before that. They did really? that show, and you know she was a huge. She was she like, overdosed from on the street. Juleps. She overdosed on slow like, gin fizz, fucking, <laughs> like pain medicine. What was it? God. Oh, back where you could get every drug, but it was at the pharmacy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, God, it was some opiate. She just fucking, she went nuts on it. So she was super famous. and Super famous and came from the streets, then was like, you know, caviar diamond famous, and then Mm. just addict. Mm. And like, looked like she was like 80 when she was 40. One of those, like a Nico type, you know, just fucking flipped out. Wow. Yeah. Even back then. Even back then. So yeah. Bus- Busty so Me Lacunas plays her in this movie. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, no, Marion Cotillard. Is that... Busty Me Lacunas? Busty. Busty oh. Mila? Because she didn't lose her breasts to be a ballerina. Is that... What is that? Well, Mila Kunis used to have breasts until she was in Black Swan, and then she had to lose like 5,000 pounds. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot but she, she looks was different in Black now. Swan. Yeah. I don't like nightmare movies. Yeah, no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. You get what I'm saying yeah. right away, yeah, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. That, like, there, and that was, like, I mean, that's what that movie was. It was yeah. just, like, can you handle this? What about this? What about this? <laughs> <laughs> I had my eyes closed for part of it, for sure. It was gross. Oh, yeah, the fingernail thing. Oh, my God. It's a wonder that it took them so long to figure out that fingernails, like, freak us oh, all out. God. It's so weird that we have them. It is. They're out there. If anything goes wrong with them, Ooh. it's a nightmare. It's the worst. Yeah. They're gross. They're, yeah. what are they, cuticles? What, yeah. jello? What, Cute, uh, where are these from? They're fucking dead cells that become like sh- brick sheets. Hair, <laughs> teeth, and brick sheets. <laughs> until, until they become sh- like if, if, they, if something gets wrong with them, uh, it's like a nightmare. And there's always like something under it. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like infection. if it's like too, if you cut it too short and then there's like this weird second layer. Or the oh. hangnail. Yeah. I used to bite my nails until like three years ago, which oh. I can't believe. Yeah, I still, I'll get in there if I need to. <laughs> I'll do it if I've been drinking. If I'm like, <laughs> if I'm like, like on my happening. last nerve about something, that's when I just attack. It's also that the cartoon Looney Tunes had it right. Yeah. If you're nervous <laughs> and you're biting, you'll bite your nail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with the totally. shards going everywhere. Yes. So gross. Hair is gross. Yeah. Teeth, body hair is gross. Body hair. Oh boy. I think everything is gross, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, people are animals. <laughs> Eyeballs are gross. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I'm wearing contacts. Yes. Um, which are new to me. I've never... This is like my fifth day with contacts Oh, ever. really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's exciting. Speaking of eyeballs, you have to fucking stick your finger so in there. Gross. Oh, my God. It's so gross. I can't believe contacts are so common. That, I know, because it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> it been... took me hours... Hours to put each one in at first. Now I'm a little bit better. I was in a car with Joe DeRosa. <laughs> oh, boy. There's no one funnier than Joe DeRosa trying to put in a contact lens. <laughs> ah, fuck! Fuck! Yes. Kept, I watched By the time it's in there, fail. it's going to be fucking filthy. I saw him get it in, and then you do that weird looking up, blinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my it God. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. You shouldnn't be. No, and it feels weird. Like, I my I feel like I can feel them a little you bit. You can? Yeah. A little bit. What about, what about the laser? Um, my eyes aren't bad enough for a laser. Really? Yeah. But good enough, bad enough for contact? It's like bad enough that I need something, but they still get worse every year. And so LASIK is for when your eyes are at their worst and they're not getting worse. Oh, really? Then you get the LASIK. Interesting. Yeah. So it's weird when you meet someone young who has it. 
Yeah. Like Kroll has LASIK, which you know, means just, his eyes must have been really I bad. He just wanted it. Yeah, he just wanted it. He <laughs> said, do it. I don't care. <laughs> good crawl. Thanks. That's a good crawl. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, like, I, my eyes are bad enough that I need something. Yeah. But nothing extreme. It's interesting. And it's weird that contacts are not considered extreme because they're quite insane. <laughs> I know. They're insane. And they get dirty and you're on your finger and you're yeah. shaking. And yeah. And you're hungry. I bet it's worse. Oh, yeah, everything's worse when you're hungry. You know, yeah. one of my favorite—I was just going to compliment self-love, man. That's yeah. one of the things we were talking about. I was falling asleep last night, and I remembered this New Yorker cartoon I drew that they didn't buy. I couldn't. That's why I couldn't stay at the yeah. New Yorker. I was like, "What are you nuts?" Fuck you. <laughs> and you see some cartoons. Oh in yeah, there where you're like, okay. Well, every issue was would raise my blood pressure. It yeah. was the same thing with Best Week or, or Best yeah. Week Ever or anything where you'd watch the show and you'd be like, I had a better joke, I had a better joke. Yeah. Now look, I'm not trying to fuel the egos. I think one of the dangers of talking this way is that you'll get all these young comedians that just right. in, in uh, um, what's it called? They um, adopt, I guess, for lack of like, there was a cool word there. That yeah. <laughs> they just take on yes. uh, the, the ego of a, of a, of a 10 year old plus comedian oh god and they'll yeah. just take it up so eat shit for a very very long time and then and then yeah. start doing this but i i remember i had this cartoon and i was so pleased with it and i don't know why it popped into my mind last night but it was this woman and she's smoking and she has a martini and she's got like some food and she's with her friend and mm. she's outside it's beautiful and she says uh i'm a pretty good person as long as every single one of my needs is being met <laughs> and i was just like that is that's really good it's like <laughs> I'm sorry to say it's brilliant, but like, I, one of the reasons I think you can compliment your own ideas yeah. is because I think they come deep from your subconscious. It's not like I was sitting going, I'm a pretty good person if dot dot. Like, yeah, I wasn't yeah, just yeah. sitting there. Yeah. It popped in. It wasn't paint by numbers. So why yeah. can't I enjoy it? It just yeah. showed up. It's super funny. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, like, I just heard it or whatever. Yeah. So then I wrote it down and it made me laugh. Anyway, that just, I don't know why I brought that up. I want to, let's gay out. You're gay. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. I want to talk about <laughs> movies um, that really make gayness. Gay, yeah. What I mean by that yeah. is the talent. Have you seen the talented Mr. Ripley? I have. It's like it's like a two-hour. Aren't you gay? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is to yeah. me. But they, isn't it supposed to be like that a little yes. bit? Yes. Yeah. They did it so well. I love that man. And it's and it's more they. Um, you know, I don't know if this is true. I'm going to follow this weird thought. Mm-hmm. But you know how like women women porn, it's more like emotional. Like, yeah. When they when they that's why romance novels are a thing. Yeah. I'm not here to say that some girls aren't just downstairs DJing. Yeah. To, like, Girls getting <laughs> fucked. That's fine. DJing. But, yeah. Oh, I get it. You kind of scratch <laughs> it. <up>. Yeah. <laughs> DJing. Yeah. DJing. Let's straight out. Yeah, Let's yeah, straight yeah, out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to do your straight, your straight guy impression. Oh but let me God. finish this. So there, there's the emotional thing. I think talented Mr. Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh, captured um, some of the emotion. It's not just looking at bodies, but you're like, oh, this guy really loves this guy. He's like infatuated yes. with this guy. And I can't really articulate it. The Philip Seymour Hoffman character, the obsession guy? Oh, I mean uh, Matt Damon for Jude Law. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sure. just remember being pretty young and wa- like young and religious. Uh-huh. And so like I'm like, gay is, is bad. And I was watching it, and I was like, this is pretty beautiful. <laughs> Even though <it's, laughs> yeah. it was creepy because he creepy. was like yeah. inappropriate. Yeah, but the scenery like, is beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Do you yes. mean Jude Law? Because they're yeah. they're they're just like olive gentlemen. Oh my goodness! 
<laughs> the beach scenes, please. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Um, and it's such a stylish era. Is that true? Let's 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 ask this inappropriate question. Mm-hmm. Is that true for gay men? Do you think in do they share some of that? I do. Mm-hmm. As a, I'm a I'm a, <laughs> a straight man. As a straight man, I like a little bit of emotional context, a little yeah. bit of backstory. Do uh, do you not all uh-huh. gay people, but do you share some of that like? I don't just want to see uh, dicks getting shoved in. I yeah. want, I want a little story. I do like a little bit of story, and I, as a gay dicks man, dicks getting shoved in, shoved in. Either you like I this mean, or that. There's so much. I like full length porn. Is that right? As opposed to clips, for no, sure. Like I'll no, look at the length. No, no, and nobody likes full yeah, length porn. I don't watch the whole thing, but yes. I like to know it's there. I like to see the setup, <laughs> and then I fast forward. And I watch the the good shit or whatever. <laughs> but also, I watch straight porn a lot. Really? And I watch the genre for ladies. You know what I mean? How that's one of the Oh, there's genres. a genre for ladies? Yes. I mean, and it's what is not, that called? It's called Four Ladies. It's called Four Ladies? Yeah. How, I'm 33 years old. I've never heard of this. Yeah. There's a style of straight porn. Yeah. Dudes fucking girls. Yeah. That's called Four Ladies, where they show more of the man. Because so much straight porn is just... I mean, forget about close-ups, but even oh, like on a medium shot, it's the girl I sitting see. on his lap and bouncing, and you don't see him at all. Right, so we can actively pretend that yeah, we're the guy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, so the Four Ladies shows like the guy on top pounding away. So you can pretend you're the lady. Oh my god. Yeah. Interesting. And you can see the dude's body and his face and shit like that, which That's is always, important. I feel me. like in old porn, they did that more. They'd yeah. always cut. I know it's kind of a in cliche thing. In old porn, thing. they were like, oh, you want to see sex? Well, here you go, brah. <laughs> and now they're like, oh, no, 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 it's gay, it's gay, it's gay if you show too much man. So it's all zoomed in or it's, it's like super fucking, true. Yeah. They're, like, it's just very, And there very... are female straight porn directors who are great. Really? Yes. Who? Uh, Wait, what? Nika Noel. Nika Noel. Yeah, she's a woman who, and she, and it's not lesbian porn. I think maybe she's a lesbian. I'm not sure. I don't know. She, and they, like. But she directs dudes fucking broads. Dudes fucking broads. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I had and no it's, idea. And there's another, oh, ooh, uh, she has like a one, she, and she's in her own porn. She's awesome. <laughs> Bella Donna. She's directing and in it. Yeah. And she has, like, and, like, you, she has taste in men. You know what I mean? Like, she's the director and the star, so she fucks, like, hot dudes. Yeah. And you see the dude. And you see more of the dude. Yeah. And you know she's having fun, because she's in charge. Right. Not, it's not like she's dominant in the scene, but she's in charge of, like, the business of it. It's like Ben Affleck and and Argo. Yes. But there's more dicks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. No dicks in Argo. No dicks in Argo. And there was some real potential. For Dixon Argo. You know, the town had a lot of just, like, random, random pull-ups and push-ups for no reason. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Can I tell you... Super hot. Can I tell you a ran... This is... Okay, see, one of the things that I think is interesting about sexuality is straight men. Mm -hmm. Me. Um, Okay, there's part of us... This is so strange. I don't think it's that strange. I was like, I want to... I'm, like, getting in shape. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've been doing more exercise lately. Yeah. And I had this thought, and I was like, I'd like to watch a movie that features guys working out. Yeah. And I don't think – it's not – I'm not going to – 
I'm I'm trying my best not to be like homophobic right. and yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna jerk off to it. Sure. But like I still yeah. have those it's hard to shed those. You instincts. can say you're I know that you're not homophobic, so you can just speak your mind. I know, but I'm giving you every third I'm not gay. Oh okay. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I, I'm like not proud of it. Right. Why can't we just talk about this? Yeah. That was a thought that I had because like I think here's how I can make it relatable. Guys love watching movies like The Fighter. Mm-hmm. Guys love watching movies like Rocky yeah. that have these huge workout scenes. Yeah. My favorite shot of Rocky is when he runs fucking fast. Yeah. Why? Because I'm a mammal and I've, I've got, this is one of my stupid facts, but they give photos of uh, really awesome primates to other primates like like uh, chimpanzees. And uh-huh. like, here's an awesome looking chimpanzee, same sex or whatever. And they'll stare at them. Huh. You know what I mean? So there's this so there's this weird thing that I think straight men are at odds with that they shouldn't be. Yeah. Which is when I watch American Psycho mm-hmm. and Patrick Bateman is doing yoga, I yeah. go, that's an incredible body. Yeah. Yeah. But like I feel like it's that's a, a specimen. New, that's a, it's a specimen, but that's yeah. a new thing. Yeah. I you think, should be allowed to say that. I don't feel like people were saying that when I was no, a kid. No, no. Like, when we were homo. kids, when we were kids, no way. You could not say anything. But here's the rub. I love saying here's the rub. (laughs) The rub is if you want to look like that guy, which I do, you know, secretly, somewhere deep down, I'm I'm afraid I wouldn't be as funny. So I don't want to look quite there. No, yeah. But like closer to to him. That means I have an appreciation for his beauty. Yes. And I'm like, that's what I would like to do. I'm a chimpanzee looking at his photograph. Yeah. I'm coming home and I'm like, I want to watch The Town specifically because Ben Affleck does push-ups in it. Yeah. And does pull-ups. Does it make you do push-ups and pull-ups? It makes me want to work out. Yeah. And when I'm working out, I think back to my heroes yeah. working out. That makes sense. I think of Street Fighter when I'm doing yoga. Something about being barefoot and really Yeah, I see that. And I'm like, and, the, it, and there's so much posing. And in there's so much. The street there Fighter, really is. so much posing. And not just Dalzim. No, no. <laughs> he was doing yoga. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's why he's so limber. Um, anyway, I just. Yeah, that I makes just, sense to me. I, so that, oh, does that go the, I, I'm assuming, I don't even have to ask. You're watching Dudes Fuck Ladies, so you can't be repulsed by ladies. No, not at all. Not repulsed by ladies. Because you, you have some really, first of all, you're so, 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 so funny. <laughs> well, thank you're you. So, <laughs> it's annoying. Are you going to ask about how I call a vagina meat a meat wallet? Yeah. That is like one of my very annoying? first jokes. And Do you get to ask this a lot? No, no one ever asks about <laughs> okay. it. Everyone just assumes it's like what I think. And I honestly, I don't think that. Yeah. And... Um, but here's so many gay yes. guys do. Go on, go. And on. I think that that's me. I mean, a lot, a lot of comedy. I, I think you get tr- more and more honest as you get more comfortable doing comedy. So, just straight up. So well. So put. I. That's one of my first jokes. That's a that's a Gabe and Jenny joke, which means it predates me even doing stand up by yourself. Stand up by myself. And that's there's a lot of playing Gabe and Jenny. There's a lot of playing characters because we were brand new mm-hmm. and we were coming from improv and we were the kids and we weren't we didn't know how to do stand up at all right so we kind of i think both of us put on a borderline kabuki act yeah trying to read the audience's mind of what they thought of us interesting well jenny was turning herself up a lot too. a lot a yeah lot, yeah yeah and like you know, she doesn't think that we're boyfriend girlfriend, right? But like, that's like a rich seed. That even was something if it's not that true. you guys did in the end. Yeah, it was exaggerated. It's exaggerated, course. and like, literally, like that—that that is like 
a 12 minute joke and we tell it at every show. I know. I love it. I've seen you do it 50 times, but I probably, but it doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah. And then if you listen to like, if you go see what Jenny's doing now solo or what I'm doing now solo, it, you get a lot more of the truth. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, man? I was just thinking about it. I'm sorry to keep talking about how comedy is sex, but I think it is. Comedy is sex? I think so. Yeah. Because when someone's on stage and you don't believe them, oh my God. it's such a huge turnoff. And if it's you can tell thing. they're not having fun, it's gross. It's the fucking same thing. It's the same thing. You're right. Yeah. Are they having fun? Are they connecting? Are they being honest? Someone and... Are they in the moment? Are yeah. they present? Yeah, totally. That's good fucking and that's good yeah, comedy. exactly. When I watch people with that... Keep going. What were you going to say? No, yeah. Like, uh, there's. It's, I think that's a great metaphor. There's so much just... Going through the motions, yes, in comedy, and they're like, "What are we married yeah. twenty years? Come on, fucking razzle dazzle." If you're sick of this joke, then fucking write a new one. Yeah, or talk about how you're sick of it. Yeah, and then we'll try sideways. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like fucking talk to me. Which, yeah, exactly. I'm the audience in this because metaphor. it's like, yes, that's really true. I, really true. I was at a show recently, and I wasn't even. I'm not even really shitting on the guy. It just reminded me of how we all start that way. Mm-hmm. So we start with Meat Wallet, and you're doing something different because you're with Jenny, yeah. and you're doing these these characters. On yeah. This. But then, like, you get these guys who don't even have the excuse of doing a character. Yeah. And they're just playing a comic. Yeah. They're, oh, my God, from half court. (laughs) Oh, did you hear that swish? Nothing but net. (laughs) Wait, whose joke is it where, uh, fuck, oh, Kurt Braunel, or every time he farts, he says, nothing but net. That's great. That's so funny. He's so silly. I love him to death. Oh wow, that yeah. was the fight. They're they're doing they're an just impression like, of this a comedian. Is, I know I want to be a comedian. People say I'm funny. Something right. about it appeals right. to me. I don't have any jokes yet that right. are true. And that's okay. <laughs> and then let's give people. Uh, let's not give people anything. But I'm going to give uh, people <laughs> what. What I'm saying is that's okay for a time. Yeah. But at a certain point. I think what happens is you need to be a little bit more honest with your lover, which is the audience. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, if you ever get to a show early and you see people lined up for it, Yeah, it really reminds you that fucking people a. fucking go out of their way to go see your they show. They get babysitters. Yeah, they get babysitters. Ask how much the show was. Yeah. Look at how much a drink is. Yeah, and you can forget that when you do like a million shows a week yeah. or when you, yeah. you're, you're booked on a show and you don't feel like leaving your house. I love seeing the line. Yeah. Not, not for my ego. You think the way I just said it, but yeah. exactly for what you're no, saying. No, it's like, oh, right. There are, they're not just the, out, the audience is not just an outline of heads or yeah. Yeah. A number of people per seat. You know and what I mean? Not, it's like it wasn't cast. They came out of their way, right? Audience. Yeah, we need audience. It's yeah. this whole thing that'll never be assembled in that position yeah. again. And now that I do so much comedy, I never go and just see it. Oh yeah. And well, so that's another way to just completely forget what an audience is. To never be in the audience yourself. Oh, that's interesting. You the, know, the few times I've been in the audience recently, um, I think I said this on the show. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> You forget how tense it is. People are yeah. very, 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 very tense. Yeah. And that's another thing. Oh, my God. It goes back to the sex thing. People, when you're having sex with them, are probably a little bit tense. There's yeah. a little bit of tension. Is this guy a monster? Yeah. Is, or, or, or is this girl a monster? Yeah. And Can all we just want. take a moment to have one yeah. glass of wine and light a goddamn candle? Yeah. And all that is up top is, how are you guys? And when I'm hosting... I, and I, I say this on the show openly because I want more people to do it. I openly address. I'm like, I know it's a little weird up top. Maybe yeah. don't say it exactly how yeah, I yeah, say yeah. it. I'm like, I know it's a little tense. Yeah. I just want you to know we're going to have fun. <laughs> we're all on the same side. We're a bunch of yeah. fucking dumb animals. And I say to you, I'm not 
We're on the same side. We're all here to have a good time. Yeah. I want you to relax. Yeah, we do. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. Yeah. There might be some comedians who are mean or make fun of people. Who cares? We're, of course. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're all here together. Yeah. It's going to be okay. There's some mean audience members who are not going to give people a fair shot. And there's right. some, you know, mean and, comedians and there's mean gonna... waiters who are going to fucking. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah. It's you everywhere. know, it's just like, that's everywhere. You so. can get pulled over by the mean cop. Yeah. It's going to happen. But just remember, yeah, I guess comics just really need to remember that people fucking came out of their way to see them. Yeah. Not even them, but comedy. Yep. Like, I'm at a point now where my name doesn't mean much to an audience member. They're not there necessarily to see Gabe Liedman, but they are there to see comedy. Yeah. So let's give. Them so if some I'm comedy. good, then they're gonna have. They're gonna be so relieved. Well, this goes. <laughs> uh, well, that's so funny that you say that. Yeah. When you're on a show of ten comics, uh, oh, what is that? I know that's an LA thing. It's well, or New York. They did it in New York. Really? I at the clubs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Or you know, that's the great at divide, a big I guess. terrific, there would be like six people. At big terrific, there'd be six people, including. But that'd all be good. Yeah. See, that's the weird. And thing. there was, and a big terrific never went over seventy-five minutes. Well, the club mentality. Yeah. It's almost like British television is the rooms, the alt yeah. rooms. And when I say alternative, I mean the venues yeah, are yeah, alternative, yeah. not yeah, the Yeah, of course. Alt rooms are like British television. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. got a short season. You fucking get it. Yep. I know exactly Why don't what we you're hang saying. Out yeah. More? The pressure. <laughs> yes, I get that. Yeah, the pressure is. I always, I always think about that because I love British TV. It's like, yes. what a fucking luxury. Yeah. And then six episodes. Six episodes as opposed to Done. 22 of Parks and Recreation. But that's whatever. what the club is. The yeah. club, you do, look, I'm not shitting on any of the clubs, but you do a club and, uh, you know, you do the Laugh Factory and it's fine. It, I, in fact, I really like it. Mm-hmm. But it, at the end of the 8 o'clock show, and I don't begrudge them, they'll try and get the crowd, or they'll ask the crowd to stay for the 10 o'clock show. Oh, boy. Now it's a different beast. Now you got these yeah. people coming to double shows. When you go on, you might be facing a guy who's in his fourth hour of comedy. Yeah, he's got diabetes from all his fucking <laughs> mandatory drinks. <laughs> he has no idea where he parks. Is there anything s- scarier than cranberry juice that comes out of a gun? Oh, my God. I mean, just... Like, if you all have a cranberry oh, juice and they gun it... such an image. They yeah. gun it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah! I've never thought about juice coming out of the gun because it's like soda is like I just was like oh the gun mixes the syrup and the yeah, seltzer but, but the, ju- what juice. is going on with the juice? I- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If you get gun a cranberry juice, yeah, you got type two, baby. You got type two. <laughs> it's on the way. Yep, you it's got- already here. <laughs> That's why it's hard to wake up. Oh. That's why it's yellow around your eyes. Oh no, these oh. are symptoms. I don't know. Frequent, it up. frequent urination is one. Oh, shit. I know that because when, when I have a day where I'm peeing a lot, uh-huh. first I'll journal about it. Yeah. And then I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Your pee journal. And then I'll worry about uh, having... Uh, actually, I, you know, I, I'm not too... I'm not too you anxious. don't have diabetes. I don't think I do either. I, that was when I was younger. When I was younger, I was, I was very aware that I was in a body, and I used to say things like this to my friends. I'd go, um, if I die mm-hmm. right now, meaning <laughs> tell the paramedics I hit a weird pulse in the left side of my neck. Isn't that wow. funny? I'm like an honorary Jew. Yeah. I'll go for it. Yeah. You're more Jewish than I am. Yeah, I know. You're like, you're telling people what to say when, when you're When the paramedics dead. get here, <laughs> so they know how you're I die. You're my fucking, you're my entire family. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm telling you, Lithuanians, boy, we'll give you a run. Oh, Lithuania. Yeah. Which is, Yeah. I don't know. Is that coastal? I mean, I know like where. <laughs> no, I don't know where it is. I know, know. I know roughly where it is. Yeah, Latvia, Lithuania. I think it's Estonia, landlocked. Just... I know it's between Germany and uh, something. It's gotcha. like it's one of those areas that Russia. Yeah. If you control it, uh, yeah. it's, it's a lot of war. Shit it's uh, it's like yeah, 
Yes, those three countries were always being fought over. Right, yeah, yeah, and occupied. Yeah. And, and uh, Russia, like, ate up. Oh, Katie's showing it to us. It is on the coast a little bit. Uh, oh, a that explains bit. all the fish. Latvia, yeah. Well, there's Poland and there's Latvia, which is another bullshit country. <laughs> well, your grandma's from. I, I and look, I'm I'm Lithuanian. I'm calling it a bullshit country. I'm just saying bullshit in that it's between these huge yeah. countries yeah. that are just constantly swallowing them up. I bet if we looked that up I historically, bet. it's true. Oh yeah, and that's not even the ocean, huh? Well, I <laughs> I, I know. Like, oh, that's cheap beach vacation. Oh, that's the no. ba- the Baltic Sea. Yeah. Oh, you could. My cousins tell me uh, that they go to uh, Lithuania, and mm-hmm. you know it's just that but classic it's fucking cheap ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That always. I just. All, I just can't. Yeah. No, I could never. Somebody and, told me that like a lot of like A list celebrities go to like Estonia or something. Oh my god! And just Croatia is uh, huge. And, Croatia. Oh, maybe it is Croatia, yeah. and just go nuts. Yeah, that he was talking sense. about like. You know, really, really big celebrities. We're talking Marilyn Manson here. Just kidding. like, like your Mary Manson. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> um, I feel like it was uh, like American Idol judges or something oh, yeah. would go and just fuck prostitutes mm-hmm. and do drugs and 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 spend thirty dollars. Right. I don't know. Because when they do, do that it. at home, it's like a hundred and thirty. Well, they, when they do it at home, they're worried that they'll be caught. They'll be caught. Yeah. Kind of goes back There's to no the Elmo thing. Yeah. That guy should have gone too. Yeah. But the point was, going back to that thing, yeah. that it wasn't true. It wasn't true, I don't think. Yeah. That you just, yeah, somebody just, it doesn't matter. Somebody yeah. says you're, well, well, let's, where were we? But no one will ever talk about Elmo without bringing that up. Of course. Sadly. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Over. <laughs> oh. Fee. Ah. Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> you fucking pedophile. Incorrect. <laughs> um. Well, we were talking about four ladies porn, which was new to me. Oh yeah, you got to look it up. Look it up. We're talking about gayness in general. Mm-hmm. What was it like um, coming out of the closet? Do you talk about that a lot? Coming out for me, were it was you, still very from? scary. I'm from Philly. I came out when I was. I 20. feel like if you were going to pick it, am I wrong? I feel like Philly would be like a bad place to come well, out. Oh, it's. Uh, it's I not might be as wrong. bad as it could be. I love Philly. I just think that I'm from Boston. Yeah. In general. Boston's I'm, I'm worse. Kinda, yeah. So maybe Boston's I'm, maybe I'm bleeding yeah. some Boston into Philly. Philly is like, Philly is very liberal. Mm. It's all, and so is Boston, of course. But it's like, um, the way that Boston is kind of conservative liberal. Phil- Philly, an important thing to keep in mind, and I hope you don't get like hate emails about this, is that it's majority black. Mm-hmm. So it's a different dynamic than Boston. Straight up. So there's there's, so more, much, there's more black people in Philly. Yes. And in Boston. It's and there's more black people in Philly than white people. Okay. And so... See, even that, though, I remember people telling me they were like, go to a go to a gay wedding. And maybe this is different now. Mm-hmm. Black guy, white guy getting married. The congregation will be entirely white because, like, yes. the black family... Yeah, yeah, I'm not... And, and, and a lot of people blame, you know, marriage not passing when it's put to a popular vote on people of color because they're supposedly more conservative. But isn't there that some theory about like other um minority I hate the term minority, but yeah. other minority groups having that like there's some reasoning for having like almost a self hate towards other minorities. Like keeping them uh-huh. down somehow. I, I don't know the theory, but I Yeah, like I don't know. I, like, I know that like it it's talked about a lot that like in 
Latino communities being gay is super taboo. Is that true? Super taboo. I don't know. I mean, like, I, there are so many gay Latin dudes everywhere. It's hard to believe. <laughs> but maybe their parents don't know. Maybe they they don't have a close relationship with their parents. Look at the shoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is everyone's parents know. You know? Yeah. Everyone's parents know. So. Wait, you think everyone's parents secretly know? That's what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. I mean, sure, you know, depending on the parent, they might be completely out of touch. But it's so interesting. So, like, I, you know, I came out when I was 20. My parents probably knew I was gay from when I was, like, three. You think so? Yeah. And I, and also, in we grew up in Were Center you just City. Like, let's go back to yeah. the three idea. Were you just, like, a sweetie? I was a total sweetie. I was super quiet and shy. Yeah. Very... Uh, like opposed to athletics, very pro arts, yeah. you know. Just Why all... are these things gay though? I don't, I, know. I don't understand. I don't know. It's like what I gravitated towards, and you know, the evidence piled up by the time I was in like kindergarten. I remember in kindergarten and first grade being called gay by my classmates. What? Which is crazy. What? Yeah, that's crazy. That is. That means they're aware of what gay means and what the signs of it were. And also, when you're in kindergarten, everything you Everyone's do gay. is super gay and everyone's yeah. gay. Yeah. There's a lot of circling and yeah. coloring and painting and all yeah. this singing. And I think it, what it probably <laughs> came down to like what are... I did at recess, honestly, when you have a little bit of freedom is like play with the girls, yeah. don't play the sports. Yeah. I don't know. I played with the girls and didn't play the sports too. Yeah. I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know. But yeah, so I mean I was I was like considered a very gay kid by my peers for sure. Can I ask you what turns you off about sports and I'll throw you to me? <sighs> I don't know. You know, I was always I come from uh, an overweight family. I was always very overweight. Very overweight. And I just like there was I don't no... know why I was drinking and just you saying, <laughs> I come from an overweight I family. Do. My nuclear just family is across me. the board overweight. Okay. We always have been. Yes. And there just was no, like, I don't know. There was, like, no bonus points put on exercising. I understand. And, like, it was totally fine to, like, watch TV and eat what you want. And my brother was on sports teams, um, but... And I kind of was, like, pushed into Little League and stuff as, like, a really little kid. But as soon as it was clear that it wasn't working for anyone, I just got to stop. Interesting. You know? And it's just, like... And it wasn't working for anyone because I just, like, didn't like it. And now I... Just like you, I've been on a weight loss journey, let's say, yeah. for like the last year, 18 months, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I do like physical exercise, it turns out, but it's literally new to me. Yeah. Wow. Like, I never went for runs before. I could do, you know, it was in college I started, like, losing weight. I When I moved to New York at the age of 17, I was 250 pounds. Shut the I was fuck up. big. You were 250? Yeah. Holy shit. And in college... We had to do PE just like I had to do K through 12, but it was like interesting. And I remember I took yoga as PE. Uh I was like, oh, okay. My body. Okay. Yeah. And then I started to eat like a little bit better and just like slowly have lost weight. But then in the last like year or two, have been trying to like pound it off. Mm. But can we say Max Silvestri looks super gay now that he's lost a lot of weight? That, yeah. Every time I see him, I go, who's that gorgeous gay man? Yeah. Well, he's I don't know very, what it he, is. Because he's put together. He's so put together. And his hair together. is combed and that's his that, shirt's tucked in. That's what it is. Yeah. His, and it, it's very tailored. He is very tailored. Yeah. Jawline that, you, yeah. can, you know, puts the sun on gorgeous it. Gorgeous blue eyes. He is very good looking. He's a good looking yeah. man. Yeah. And it was always hidden. Yeah. A little bit. I'm sorry to make the obvious thing and say he looks gay, but every time... There's something in me that goes, I follow a gay guy on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, he, I mean, other than his gorgeous girlfriend and right. his like unbroken, unbroken straightness. <laughs> yes. He has a lot of the signs, yeah. which is that he's totally cute and put together and works out. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and like his comedy is kind of like, it's not bro Right. Very not bro It's, it's like super I sensitive yes. and like, you know, he's the butt of a lot of his own jokes and right. stuff. And right, maybe right, that right. reads gay. I th- I think that's probably what it. Is. I also know Max, but the thing is, is that it's not even knowing. I love Max, but yeah, I feel like best. I just, I love Max. He's like the people best. think I'm attacking him, uh, but it's just looking at him. I think, oh, that's a gay man. Um, I'll and, take it, and that is a compliment. Yeah, if and somebody, it's a total compliment. Yeah, it is yeah. a compliment. Yeah. You're like, oh, there, he, there yeah. he is, taking care of it. Yeah. So you, you, can I say this about yoga? One of the things I learned uh, from Steph to blow your mind, which Katie mm-hmm. turned into, was that people who do yoga become much more aware of what they put in their body. That, that happened that's to me is. for sure. Yeah. yeah, that did happen. It did happen to me. Um, you know, we're gonna just completely take out of the equation vices. Vices? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like alcohol, weed, cigarettes. Oh, you kept doing those. Things. I kept doing those. Yeah, things yeah, yeah. I'm cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very cool. I'm one of the coolest people possible. You yes. have to keep that in mind no matter what I say. Yes. Um, but yeah, I definitely ate vegetables more and stuff. And then in this past year, because you're holding it up, you're holding your stupid body I up, know. and you're looking at, and it. you're making it do things like balance. Yeah. Ugh. Is there anything more boring than balance? But suddenly you put balance in oh a God. room full of other people who are balancing. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, I, I better balance. Have you ever taken a yoga class <laughs> private or with just one other person? Yes. It is the weirdest. It is weird. I took a class with Jenny last year. It, was, we didn't, it wasn't supposed to be private, but we were the only two who showed up. Oh. And so we had all of the teacher's attention, and she kept on saying, you two. So she'd be like, good, you two. It was so Ooh. weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I was afraid. Just she... it was too much attention for me. I didn't like I like the class. I like the class, too, because you can sit out. Here's something, again, I realize about you. Even when I can't do it. Yeah. Which is pretty often. Yeah. I, I always just want to scream at my teacher. Not that I think I'm having this fake argument yeah, with her in my mind. Totally, that, that she's going to come up and be like, "You're not trying hard enough." Oh my god, that never happens until it does. It does happen. It's happened to me once, and I never went back to the woman's class because I was like, "Literally, what's wrong with you?" She said, "Yeah, you're, that is my nightmare." But I'm like, they would. She didn't never. say you're not trying hard enough. What it was was we were. It was it was an advanced class. I'm maybe intermediate. Yes, and. The rest of the class is going into crow pose, which I can't do. I can't do crow. And part, and I know that, and I know so the you're just, setup you're for just crow. looking around, seeing all the people doing crow. You're counting. Crows. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm counting crows. High five, high five. Can you high five on a podcast? I love the counting. Crows. We high five almost every episode. Yes, I was there counting crows. And to my benefit, you know, this should be points in my favor. I know the setup for crow. Yes. So I was doing the setup, which is totally an arm workout. I, Everything's engaged. Yeah, you know, I just wasn't doing the liftoff because I knew I can't. The, everyone in both of our families couldn't do the setup for Crow. Not even close. Not a fat joke. I'm just saying, no, regular people could never, never. And it took me years to be able to do of the course, setup of, of it. Of course. And so I was doing the setup, and she was like, "Come on, try. Just try." She said, "Come on, try." Yeah, and I was like, "No." And she gave me like a dirty look and she was like, and then she went back to the front of the class and she said, you know, it's important if you can't do something to just try it. And she like she shamed used me. you as the example. She shamed me. And I did the rest of the class. It was very hard. And I never, and I gave her a dirty look on my way out and I never went back to it. I didn't complain to her, but she's a, she's a cunt. She should have really known better. 
You don't like the word cunt? No. Oh, gotcha. No. You thought you offended me? Yeah. In fact, I was trying to work the word cunt into a word like namaste or something. Yeah. So we, could, we could have a oh playful. Oh, my God. She's a cunt. Uh, a cunt to stay? Oh, God. What is it? <laughs> Chaturanga. Cunturanga. She's a cunturanga. She's a cunturanga. Yes. That's a double high five. Cunturanga. God, you are a laser factory. And that cracked my back a little. Is that right? Yeah. God, I love yoga. <laughs> I, do I do too. It's so difficult. What was I going to tell you about it? Oh, I'm always worried that she's going to say, try harder. Yeah. But she doesn't. And in my mind, I always want to say, you have no idea what it's like doing this in my body. Yeah. I weigh so much more yeah. than you. And look, I look at my teacher and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like, I don't have any hate for her. Right. But if she sees me, like, drenched with sweat, I always just look like I just went swimming. Oh, my God. And Do then, you have to put a towel on your mat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I still slip on the Same. towel. Somehow Same. I managed to make the yep. towel. It's a towel. It's a towel. Slippery. Yeah. It's woven fibers <laughs> and I'm slipping on a towel. Yeah. Impossible. But like, you know, Down Dog, whenever I'm in Down... I'm so, I, I was just going to apologize. That this is what I want to talk about. Hey, Down Dog is fascinating. When I'm in... <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in Down Dog and, and there, it's really, uh, you know, it's hard uh, on me. I'm mm-hmm. good at, at putting it out into my yeah. fingers and not hurting my wrist too yeah. But they're like, this, is, this should be a relaxing pose. And I'm like, it's not. It's not. There's a lot of work. I'm really, yeah. really engaged right yeah. now and I'm shaking and yeah. like you should know that I want you yeah. to know that because I see the teacher do it and whenever they do they're doing these incredibly hard poses and they're talking about them while I they're doing know. them I'm like how are you doing yeah. that yeah that is incredible so so um, can I say fat family fat family yeah fat family sure. how, do, how do they feel now when you go home because you know you're in good shape Is are they kind of like they're supportive and my um, everyone in the fat family is on their own <laughs> Is on their own journey. So, like, my parents used to do crash diets when I was a kid. They were, like, you know, like the liquid Optifast. That's what oh. it was. The one that Oprah did. Um, shit like that. My brother, um, who's older, got in shape. Also, my sister's getting in shape. Like, everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I find? You have to do it at your own pace. And you have to want to do it. I feel like being thin is some rich shit. You have to, yeah, you, yeah. You know what I bet yeah. you know what I mean by that. I do, yeah. And I'm not saying your family's poor or anything, but like a lot of the times we look at uh, fat people and we say like they lack, um, self, Contr- they lack self control, control, yeah, self control, and they don't have discipline. And I'm like, fucking fat people are some of the most can be as you know, as you know, kind of like somebody who used to be fatter, yeah. I, I would do crazy things for like a really long time, but you lack the basic knowledge of what you were doing. Exactly. And the number one thing for me, and I'm I'm really interested in nutrition. Me too. Let's dish. Yes! Let's let's healthy dish. I love nutrition. Is that it's like it's <laughs> about like I, I feel like you can have sports, religion, politics, or nutrition, and you get uh-huh. to pick you get to pick two. Yeah. And I'm religion and nutrition. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. What am I? Politics, nutrition? Are you politics? Kinda. I can't do it. I can't go there Kinda. with you. I mean. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. disgusting. I About politics? politics? No, I'm not. But politics is disgusting. Why? It uh, it brings out the worst in people. It's fake. <laughs> See, that's why I like. I I'm glad to hear you say that because I'm like, I I bet it's all fake, it's and then I just don't pay fake. attention to it. <laughs> It's so fake. It's the fakest thing possible. And I cannot believe what an industry it is. I was just thinking about that today. Like if we, again, it's weird that that came up, the the fakeness of it. Because I was thinking about 
if we had candidates like Hunter S. Thompson when he uh-huh. ran, when he ran for yeah. blah blah of Colorado or whatever, if we had those candidates, we don't want it. We want the firm handshake, kiss bay, yeah. new politician. Yes, we just want these kind of placeholder things. They're very comforting. Very comforting. life is scary. Yeah. yeah. The world is scary, yeah. and it's nice to have these things. But the way they fight with each other and uh, – oh, it's so gross. It's showbiz. It's showbiz. It's yeah, fake. it's definitely showbiz, except for they have a lot of people by the throat, and they don't seem to care. What do you mean by that? Like, the way that Congress in the last, like, let's say eight years has become, like, just will not – let anything pass. Yes. Without a huge fight and without breaking deadlines and without just strangling each other. Like, you're holding up shit like unemployment. Right. And like, uh, healthcare. Right. Which is like, you guys have jobs and healthcare. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, of course you can just like do your fucking fake dance. Right. That's so interesting. It's so gross. Well, that's why whenever I see... Um, someone like Newt Gingrich mm-hmm. uh, giving a talk and he's wearing like Dockers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm noticing the outfits. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker's lying with his clothes. Yeah. Dockers, you have a billion dollars. You have a billion you know dollars. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. No. Like, why is it when we take the tie off and roll up the sleeves, we're like, ah, this guy's one of us? No, he's no, not. No, he's not. He could have you killed. Like, that. if the cameras were off, he wouldn't be there oh, at all. Wow. Wow. Jesus the Christ. Oh God! Mormon Politics Jesus. is so gross, but I am. If I the mean, cameras I, weren't on, they wouldn't be there. Oh my God! I read or watch the news every day, but I do. Uh, I'm very obviously very liberal, so sure. just I'm not probably seeing the full picture. You know, it's funny. Uh, weight loss and stress comes up sometimes uh, in in my weird new agey exploration. Uh huh. I love this. <laughs> I love it's it. It's an LA thing because even only just being here a month, my. Uh, uh, interests have sh- shifted. Isn't that right? Permanently. But I, I said, unironically, I love yoga so much about uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of had a feeling when I lived on the East Coast that I would become one of these LA weirdos. Yeah. But the thing is, here's the truth. I So for breakfast, I had some eggs and they were good. And then mm-hmm. I also had uh, juice. I like juicing a lot. I love juicing. I fucking, why don't we hang out more? <laughs> I love juicing. <laughs> Let's talk about yes. juicing. So I'm juicing. That's why it's some rich people shit. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm rich, but I am a single man with no dependents. Yep. So I can pour a shit ton of money into myself. Yeah. Uh, so I'm making a juice that is uh, mostly vegetable. Yeah. And it's mostly dark leafy vegetables yeah mostly good for you do you know how many fuck how much kale you have to put into a thing to yeah. get a juice out of it yeah it's like a 30 dollar drink yeah so i'm an asshole i believe that uh-huh. <laughs> and but the thing is is like okay it's all frou-frou sort of like uh west coast bullshit i get it but then i look in the mirror and i'm like oh my skin tone is yeah i can tell that i'm drinking these fucking yes juices. yes so like we're right. You're right. I mean, it's a lu- it's a luxury, and it's a, it's you know, it's sad that it has to be. Um, but and of course, you know, look, you let's say you have two jobs, no spouse, and a bunch of kids. Yes, then it's really hard. It's out the window. It's I, w- out, it's I would not say a priority. Even if you have uh, a spouse, and the second you have kids. Kids. Like when I'm when, when I'm oh, at the you airport, you could give your kids a little Trader Joe's apple crusher, like my nephew eats, and that's nutritious. That's cheap as shit too. Yeah, but it involves a trip I, to the store. Uh, yes, and Trader Joe's isn't in every city. I remember when it came to Philly, it was a big deal. Really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. 
It's so fun. Uh, I, I'm with you, but when I see uh, families in the airport giving their kids chicken fingers, I don't look down no. my perfectly colored nose at yeah. all. <laughs> Your skin is great. That's the first thing. You know what it is? As uh, your skin mm-hmm. is the last thing to get nutrition. Mm. So if you have good skin, it's very attractive to people. That's why the, the makeup industry exists. Gotcha. I just learned this. I watched this movie, uh-huh. and then, uh, it's called Hungry for Change. I'm sorry. Hungry for They're Change. They're always called stupid things. Yeah, they People are. always give me shit for, for them. <laughs> but like, I learned this. Th- the idea is that uh, makeup is basically trying to simulate you Health. having a good diet. Sure. <laughs> Health. <laughs> Health. Well, that's so interesting. I mean, everyone is obsessed with... Um, Again, here comes Honey Boo Boo. What's that? Um, it's a sp- it's a TLC spinoff of Toddlers and Tiaras. Like basically, Honey Boo Boo Child was one of the the competitors on Toddlers and Tiaras. She was kind of like. Oh wait, was she blonde and crazy? Blonde and crazy. She was kind of like that world's Little Miss Sunshine. Like she never even got close to winning, but oh. she was like fucking adorable yeah. and stupid and funny. Um, so she, now she has her own show, and she has a mother. I encourage everyone to just Google Honey Boo Boo Child's mother. She's a big part of her show. And this poor woman, whenever they Chiron, which is, sorry, Hollywood, when they put her name on the screen, um, they always put her age. And her age is 32. And if you see this woman, she has like white hair. No. And like yellow bags under her eyes. We're looking and weighs a ton. No. And it's just like a great example of how they say that. You know, here it comes. Katie's, oh my god, Katie's googled it. Thirty-two. Oh no. Thirty-two. No, no. How many people do you know that are thirty-two? I'm thirty-three. Like, <laughs> and those are those are actually gorgeous pictures of this woman. <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> please, but it's the please, sickness. Please take it away. <laughs> it's the sickness that comes across. In her complexion. Yes. Yeah, and not just her weight, but she um, she has, like, her, you know, I have eye bags right now. I've got a cream. And yeah. fucking mine are at least just kind of, like, dark I don't flesh. see them. You don't? No, it's I don't working. see them at all. So that was one of the first things I had to tackle in my month, first month living here is uh, my skin went crazy. Because in New York, I have oily skin, and in L.A., I have dry skin. Why? The I don't. Sun? I guess the sun and that it's a desert. Yeah, I've never lived on the West Coast before. Yeah, and I'm used to like humid, fucked up, awful, yeah, garbage weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And East so, Coast. yeah, East Coast. <laughs> yeah, Northeast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Now and like, so I turned bright red, and like my sunscreen hurt. You use a daily sunscreen? Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking about that. I have to. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a, I would burn otherwise. Uh, really? you, can, you can ask your friend Chelsea Pretty um, Pernetti. Pernetti. Uh, one time we were on a. Do you remember you picked us up from a hike? Mm-hmm. One time uh, we were on a hike and I was wearing fifty SPF fifty, but I didn't reapply it, and my fi- face was bright red, and she wouldn't fucking stop making fun of me. <laughs> oh God! But I the only thing worse red than a sunburn is being with is, Peretti. Is being like right she, she would just. Uh, we were like walking along, and she would just turn to me and go fifty right in my <laughs> face because my face is fucking purple. Yeah. Oh, no. So now, yeah, I wear like 50 or 70 Can all day. I tell you something weird? So I, I, I have a lot of moles, and you're mm-hmm. supposed to go to the doctor like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Just ask, ask your general physician <laughs> oh, I've got moles. when you should go to a dermatologist if you have a lot of moles. And he's like, like every day. <laughs> like, you should just keep going. <laughs> so I went to the dermatologist, and you know, you have to take your clothes off, or the guy was having a laugh. Nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> they have he has like X-ray specs, but he makes me do it. <laughs> so I took I took my clothes off. It, although you know he didn't make me take my underwear off, which is fine. I don't really have that much happening down there, but like I thought it was interesting that he didn't. Like, what if go he did? See. Yeah, what if I did was my point. I've seen people with big birthmarks. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah. That made me just kind of take the whole science less seriously. Totally. But so I take my shirt off and I have uh, moles on my back and stuff. And he was like, uh, where are you from? I'm like, uh, the Northeast. He goes, you summer in the Cape? That's the first thing he said, which I thought was really, really funny. Yeah. It's actually, kind of, I guess it could be kind of dicky based on yeah. your face. Yeah, I was face. like, Jesus Christ. I thought it was so funny because what he was saying was when you were little, you spent a lot of time in the oh. sun. And that's where you got all these moles. Oh. And I was like, in that moment, I love my parents, and I'm very fortunate that he was right. We did yeah. summer in Gorgeous. Falmouth. <laughs> Falmouth. Falmouth. Did it look like Falmouth on paper? That's F-A-L-M-O-U-T. Oh, yeah, very similar, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we didn't really, we didn't call it summering. We weren't like super rich or yeah. anything, but we would go there in the summer. And then I was like, oh, shit, why didn't they put some sunblock on Oh, my God, they didn't? Yeah. Oh, I was always slathered. Really? Yeah. You don't have – you're not as moly as I I am. I've got them. Maybe I'd be worse off, but – I would call those freck moles. Freck moles. (laughs) Only one is raised. This one's raised. It's gross. It's gross. It's hideous. Goes back to our bodies. Moles are gross. Moles are gross. The body yeah. is gross. Yeah. All right. So I forget. We had about eight million irons in the fire, but one of them that I remember was Philly Fat mm-hmm. Fam coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I knew just intellectually that my parents were going to be fine with it. I knew it for a fact. Yes. And I still, it still took me until I was twenty to do it. So how long were you thinking about doing it? I was thinking about doing it for, like, probably a year and a half. Like, once I got to New York, I was like, it's probably time. Do you think the kids, I hate to say diagnosing, but Mm -hmm. identifying you're gay. Yeah. Do you think that almost in a weird way made you go, like, am I gay? And then you kind of, like... It pushed me in ba- into the closet because oh, into the closet because it was like it was. I didn't mean right them away. being mean, but if anybody was like, "I think you're gay," that kind of alerted me to the fact that I was gay for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. That planted in my head that I'm gay compared to other kids, right? But it made me. It totally shoved me deep into the closet because it showed me right away that it was bad to be gay. Well, that's that's why I feel bad when I say Max Silvestri looks gay or right. whatever. Because a lot of people are like, and 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 that's what and that's how I felt was like I knew I was gay. I just didn't want to be. Right. So I didn't want to admit. I just didn't want to say it out loud because it makes it true. That's interesting. Have you seen the movie The Family Stone? Is that with Sarah Jessica Parker? You bet it is. I've seen commercials for it. I never saw it. Oh, and I did. I just out gay you? I know. Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> do I say something? I, I'm surprised with myself that I didn't. I can I can remember the trailer though. She drops a pie. Everyone fucking hates her, right? Yeah, it's yeah. actually. A, I, I like that movie. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Like, sometimes I like simple stories. Yeah. Guy brings wrong girlfriend home for Christmas. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is. And it's SJP. The, yeah, SJP. Um, you do feel bad, and there's there's this wonderful scene. The guy from Coach. Uh huh. What's his name? Three names. Coach. Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that guy. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Serial killer or an actor. <laughs> Craig T. Um, they play this perfect family, mm-hmm. and I mean that in that they're just they're so loving and mm-hmm. so they're kind of arty and they're they're doing well. Yeah. it's like life pornography. Yeah, actually, I think yeah. I just realized why I like watching it. They're this older couple that are in love. They have these kids that they love. One of them is Luke Wilson. That's oh, fun. God bless. <laughs> God bless. And then uh, they have a deaf 
gay son mm -hmm. and a, who has a black boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I only point that out because it's like, how different of course, can yeah, you get? Totally. And they love him so much. Yeah. And then there's this scene where SJP... Um, uh. <laughs> 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 she drops her pie. Well, she does drop the pie. It's so That's actually a big scene. Oh, boy. But SJP at the dinner table uh -huh. um, <laughs> makes this point that I think a lot of people have in their heads and the dad gets furious. Uh, it's not a spoiler. You can still enjoy the movie. But if you don't want to hear this, fast forward 15 seconds ahead. <laughs> she says, um, wouldn't it have been easier if he weren't gay? Like, uh -huh. Didn't you ever think like, oh, he's deaf and he's gay? Right. Somehow it comes up and she's like, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gay, right. but you have to imagine it would have been easier if he Much wasn't easier. gay. And he and the dad is like really offended at that. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching that the first time, and I think I saw it like pretty close to when it came out. Yeah. So it was a long time ago, and I was kind of like completely understanding what she was saying. Yeah. Now when I watch it, I understand more what he what right. he's saying, why he gets right. mad. He's like, fuck you. What kind of idiot doesn't know not to say that, though? That's and a weird thing about movies. Here's the truth. Uh -huh. Me, when I first saw it. Okay. I right. mean, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm right there with you. That is an idiot and it's an unbelievable yeah. character. But, like, I was the kind you of person. You would have said something like that? I or you would have thought it was okay? I definitely would have. If mm -hmm. she said it and I was at that table, I probably would have maybe tried to defend her. Except Craig T. Nelson is so terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that I would have been like. Don't piss him great off. Great yams. Yeah. Did you drop this pie? It's still good. <laughs> um, but you kind of touched on that. Yeah, I just like I knew I didn't want to be gay, and I knew I was. So there's a there's a there's a I'm gay, yeah. and then there's a following thought, which is oh great, oh great, here we go. Is that right? Yeah, which is a shame. Totally. I mean, it's like, and that was the '80s, '90s. Like there was AIDS. Like it, there was some like out gay people in pop culture, but they were kind of tragic or intense. George Michaels. Yeah, George Michael, but and and he was someone who was like dragged out of the closet. You know, he's like a scandalous gay. Right now, he's like a fucking punchline. Yeah, of of gay. But like, you know, at you know when he started, girls were like soaking wet for him. I know, I know. There's yeah. still puddles. Yeah, from the eighties. From the way from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like you know, all I of remember his models, being. I thought yeah. he. I, I remember thinking that's the straightest guy in the world because I was exactly. a, I was a child and, and I was now like, look, he needs to shave and he's got a dangly that fucking stubble beard yeah. and a cross necklace and a like a fucking leather jacket. It's a fetish. It's like it's on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like which which fantasy room are we going? Totally, to? <laughs> totally. The wham room. Yeah, but there weren't very many just like chill, normal, gay right people. And at my school, I went to a K through twelve. Quaker school, which has a reputation for being very Gabe, liberal. I went to a K through twelve Quaker school. I didn't know that. I only knew that you went to Christian college. I didn't know that you went to Quaker school. Have we? I've never met another person that went to K that's through really twelve Quaker school. Yeah, that wait, that's crazy. I did. You did. Has that? Have you ever talked about it on your show before? Very lightly and oh passing. my god, because I actually listen. Really? Yeah. So I would Wild. think I would know that. Yeah, I went to Cambridge Friends School. I went to Penn Charter, named for William Penn. Okay. And it was, yeah, K-12. Was, was it aggressive? Mine was, I, I I often think like they would go, if there was, for better or worse, Yeah. 
white man, black lesbian, mm-hmm. same qualifications. They would always go with the black lesbian. They they were very actively I trying to make it. Fucking wish, because like really? when I tell people I went to K through twelve Quaker school, I think they picture that I had a very liberal, fun chill upbringing and that was every other Quaker school yeah. in the area Germantown Friends Friends Select all well, of you that. didn't have friends in the name that's the give yeah we were the William Penn Charter School which scary. he fucking yeah he actually founded it to uh, educate slaves and servants like in the 1600s Whoa. so it was like supposed to be pretty liberal I mean that is very forward thinking for 1680s yeah and then by the time I was there, it was dress code, pre- football team, Lexuses, fucking shitty. And like, there was, and so I was there for 13 years, very formative years. There was not one out faculty member or administrator me? or fucking coach or any of that shit. And you know, a lot of them were gay. Right. Like, that's a fucking. I don't mean to be insane right now, but that's a pretty gay thing to do with your life is be like a fucking middle school English teacher. And you're going to tell me (laughs) that none of you are gay. There was a woman who everyone loved and I still love her. And I don't, I know that I'm sounding really angry right now. And I am looking back. I'm angry. That's fucked up. Like I was a gay kid. I could have used some support. Yeah. A lot of support actually. Yeah. And that's bad education to make me think that I can't come out until I moved to New York. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the 90s that we're talking about. And, like, you know, there was a woman, she was everyone's favorite teacher, including mine, and she had a picture of herself and her obvious partner on her desk, arms around each other. And I knew, you know, very few kids at this school lived in downtown Philly, but I did. And I used to see her on my school bus route home going, she lived in the gay neighborhood, which is called the Gayborhood. I saw her going to all the gay shops. And... When people asked her, who is that? She said, my sister. Are you kidding? And she's not your fucking sister. That's an educational moment. Yeah. And there was all these other friend schools where, like, girls would take girls to the prom, and it was no big deal. But at my school, that was not okay. Hmm. And, there, like, there's a few gay kids there now, I think. I had a lot of anger coming out of that place. But now, weirdly, it's been enough time that I'm on, like, I signed back up for, like, the alumni email hmm. chain and stuff. Now I have weird fondness for it. But it was a... It was a shitty place to be a gay kid. Wow. I can't believe how different the Quaker styling I know. of your school was. I know. And we were supposed to, we're the oldest Quaker school. That's supposed to be like, you know, like the seat of it. Yeah. And it was the opposite. I mean, sorry, Pentrader. I'm sure everything is solved now. Well, let's hope so. But I mean, there's nothing to be sorry. They should yeah. be apologizing. They should. <laughs> I mean, they asked me, <laughs> they've come around on me. I was very unpopular there. Um, they've come around. They've asked me to come do stand up there. Really? They're definitely following me. They invite me to meetups and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I had wow. no friends. I was not part of No one was happy for me. Wow. I feel like if I came out, or if I were gay and came out in yeah. my school, it would have been like, they would have had like Pete Holmes Day. They would have been like, this is a courageous thing. Yeah. I, I like celebrate him. And I still wouldn't have been that kid. I wasn't brave enough to be that kid. Yeah. But if it would have been nice to see. It would have been nice to see a fucking adult who has a job, who's beloved by their community, who's out and gay and right. doesn't have AIDS and right. isn't on MTV. <laughs> so well put. You know, like that goes a long way because I think that I'm not like your typical, I don't, I'm sure there are typical things. I don't know if I'm your typical gay guy, but I would have loved to see me at 30 when I was 12 and just know that it was going to be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
so SJP, man. I mean, SJP. Like, it was hard. Yeah. You could have used It was hard. Support. And like my parents, God bless them. I guess any sexuality is hard, but keep going. Yeah. You never want to talk about yeah. sex with your parents. And right, that's right. like what a lot of, you know, well, being gay is. Who has that bit? Or maybe we talk, when Todd did the show, Todd Glass, we talked about the weirdness of being like to your parents. Hey, when you picture me fucking picture. <laughs> what? Yeah. Picture me fucking this, not yeah. this. Yeah. How about don't think about me fucking at all? At all. And to my parents' credit, like, they don't care about my sex life, but they always are asking me, are you dating someone? They want me to be happy. They want right. me to be that's, I doing think, yeah, something that's, nice. That's yeah. Normal, I guess. And, like, they, my parents, like, the, we used to go out to dinner every weekend. And one of our places that we would go to probably like three out of the four weeks of the month was this place called Judy's, which doesn't exist anymore. But it was a classy gay martini bar that happened to have like a sick ass chef and great food. Mm -hmm. So we would like our little fat five some would go to Judy's, get a table, eat and like but all around us was like we're like trendy gay men and women in their 40s and 50s. Mm -hmm. And that was very informative to me. In a good way, I hope? In a really good way. Okay, I, I was worried. I mean, that... I was scared of being outed by them, like, that they could tell. But no one did that right. to me. And then once I came out and I was 20, I remember the place was still open when I was 21, and I just, like, went and had, like, a celebratory <laughs> martini there, you know, which was so cute. Um, sadly, they closed. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, but my point is, I'm, I knew my parents were going to be chill about it. I and think there's something it so just was scary. wonderful about them looking for a way to just subtly, as Todd yeah. said on WTF, he was talking about making it okay. Yeah. Creating a safe environment like, for someone to come out And in. that totally stuck. I knew that it was fine to be gay. Yeah. I just didn't want it to be me. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, I would be fine with anyone else being gay. Yeah. I really didn't want to be gay. Well. But now I'm psyched I am. <laughs> It, it does yeah, turn. It does, and it's like it's a point of pride and like uh, <laughs> literally pride. But also like um, it's so funny, you know. Whenever, whenever I do interviews, which is actually pretty rare, I always thought that interviewers just came knowing what they were going to ask you. But sometimes they don't. And I remember uh, the I did a live WTF once, like mm-hmm. a year or two ago, and I just like assumed he Mark was going to know what he was going to ask me. But that's such a funny thing to imagine because we didn't know each other mm-hmm. at all. And I was one of a million people he was going to talk to. And he was like, so what do you want to talk about? And the first thing out of my mouth was, uh, I'm gay. You can ask me anything. And I find myself saying that a lot. That's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I, it's like I, I use it to qualify myself, I think, as much as anyone else does. So Qualify, what do you mean? As opposed to... Other people qualify themselves with other things, you mean? No, as much as anyone would be like, gay bleedman, gay comic. Oh, I yeah. think of myself as gay bleedman, gay comic a lot. You know... But that's funny, because I never do gay shows. Yeah? I'm always at the same... You know? There's something comforting about... Um, uh, how to say this? Matt Myra is a fat guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's lost a lot of weight. That's one of the reasons why it's fun to make fun of him. Yeah. Because he looks so much better than he used to. Like, he looks great. Uh-huh. If you see an old photo of Matt Myra, it looks like a carrying case for the current <laughs> Matt Myra. So it's so fun. And it's fun to have those friends that you go like, you're my fat friend. Yeah. And within reason, I'm going to make jokes. Yeah. Like, Matt Myra and I went to eat, and I got something healthy, and he got, like, a grilled cheese and, like, yeah. <laughs> some mac and cheese. Yeah. And I was like, you really found the fat guy order. <laughs> Just, like, being able to say that yeah. is fun. So whether it's uh, gay, hi, I'm Gabe, and I'm gay, that's super fun. It's more, yeah. it's kind of like, 
here's something I could be sensitive about. I'm Pete and I'm divorced. Yeah. Would you like to make a joke about my wife sucking another guy's cock while I right. was at home <laughs> yeah. playing or watching the Sopranos finale? <laughs> Go ahead. These are things that it's like, yeah. I mean, if you know me. If and it's, and it's the same thing yes. with Matt. I just say that because people start to tr- – like people will – Tweet at me yeah. really mean things because they know I love it when my friends do it. Yeah. So some random kid with two followers. Oh I'm like, fucking stop. And don't call Matt fat and don't call you yeah. queer or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's funny. Your friends, or I only see you guys on, mostly I see you guys on stage or on Twitter, yep. obviously. Sure. Your friends have such a rough way of joking with each other that it <laughs> fucking scares me. Is that like, right? There's a few of you guys that I'm like, scared of <laughs> and it's just like wah yeah, yeah the way a lot of your friends talk to each other are intense I have my friends don't do that that much mm-hmm. there's like some like joking around but it's usually just at our own expense like calling ourselves stupid or something like that we want to talk about seasons I, I, I something recently that I really uncovered was it's very valuable to me to have the friends that uh, break you down mm-hmm. and then the friends that big you up yeah. And then you can kind of alternate between them. Yeah, that makes sense. Because there are times when you're more sensitive, and that's when I want to hang out with. I, I've referenced this many times, but it was true. You know, we're waiting to hear about the pilot, yeah. and uh, it's a sensitive time. I'm feeling kind yeah. of exposed. Yeah. So when Chelsea – and I love Chelsea to death, but it, you hang out with Chelsea, and if she makes some sort of digging joke, I don't have as thick of a skin because I'm like <laughs> – Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just, I'm yes. Not, it's nothing against her. She does what yeah. she does, and she knows I love it. Yeah. But she doesn't know that I'm not okay with it. Yeah. So then – or you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I hang out with Gerard, uh, or I hang out – there's so many wonderful, positive people. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, those people. Yeah. T- TJ. Miller is one of those people yeah. actually that will only big you up and yeah. will only talk about how wonderful you are. I don't think people know that about TJ. You think no? He, I would he, never would have guessed actually. I only know be him more... from stand-up shows, um, and obviously, you know, I'm trailing behind him by years. So yeah. it's like uh, the last last time I saw him, I think it was South by last year, mm-hmm. literally. And you know, so he's the headliner. I never would have thought that he's like super sweet. It's, it's, and he was so nice to me. Yeah. So nice sure. to me. Sure. Based on nothing, but it's like based on not spending enough time with him. I, I get that. And he's successful and he's very yeah. funny. So you think like maybe he's going to – he's he's really, you know, simultaneously he's as crazy as all of us, but he can also just like really out-compassion anybody. Like mm-hmm. if, if TJ loves you, he'll know everything that's going on in your life and he'll talk to you about it yeah. and he'll tell other people about it. And at the end, maybe you'll be like, how are you? Right. And he's like waiting to hear about some Denzel Washington movie. And you're like, why did we talk for 45 yes. minutes? Like he's really, so funny. really good at loving his friends. Um, but well, but the, Zach Sherwin is a great uh-huh. positive person. Yeah. You're a great positive person. It's good to have those people in your life. Yeah, it's important. I don't know where we were going to go after this. Mm. Did you have something? Don't feel on the spot. It's okay to have this low. Yeah. I just I feel know. like there were eight things. We were talking about Quaker schools. Quaker we schools. I got about, really mad at Oh, Ryan. yeah. <laughs> I guess that kind of merges pretty decently into religion. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, not that we don't have to wrap it up. We usually save that for the end. We could also talk about nutrition. Nutrition. Oh well, God. I did. Um, I started calorieing my uh, counting my calories last year. Really? And that is how I lost. Last year, I. God, when was it? Kind of in the last couple months of last year, I lost like twenty five pounds. Really? Yeah. Holy and shit! And it was all through. And I don't think people knew I was as big as I was. I. 
I have a retail background. I know how to dress it. That's so <laughs> Straight funny. up. Oh, that's what I was going to ask But I, I got away with getting kind of like fatter in when I had a boyfriend, straight up. And yes. then uh, I had, it was time to lose it. And I used a calorie counting app. And I logged everything that I ate. And that's the only thing that just like across the board worked. Really? Yeah. That's so. Because it was so in my face. Huh. And I don't like other people in my face, but there was something about it being an app. The points and the secret points. Because I've never, like, I never take the free personal training session. I never. Oh, yeah. Any of that shit. I don't like the one-on-one attention where I'm held accountable. Good job, you two. Yeah. Good job, you two. I hate it. Never go back there. Yeah. It's funny because, like, my big thing currently is that uh, you should eat good things and then you should eat as much of it as you want. Yeah. But that the counting thing, and this has come up on the show before, but I think it's, I'd like to hear what you think about it, is that if you start depriving – so if you're counting calories, yeah. that means you probably go, like, I won't eat that. Right. It tells your body that you're in a famine. It, so yeah. It, it should hold what it really on to. Did That's why was... people have cheat days and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yes. What it really did was it made me see what the worth – I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening, yes. but the worth of s- different foods were, uh. and it got me to learn about vitamins. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I have X number of calories that I can spend on lunch, let's say. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to have something that's just a lot of calories, but no nutrition. Right. I'll eat something nutritious, which usually has lesser calories. That's anyway, a- and then in New York, it was amazing because, so this, I used an app that you could subtract your exercise from it so it was net calories so like on nights when i was doing (laughs) stand-up and i knew that i like to have a strong drink right before i do Uh stand-up i would walk to a further subway and like burn let's say x number of calories and just buy myself a drink that's so fun so it was like earned yourself i earned myself a drink by walking further i don't know how i would do that here but you gotta go on walks yeah you gotta make be deliberate about going on a walk yeah Oh, yeah, like this morning. Yeah. So you know what you're fucking doing. Yeah. Here's my weird gay question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it? And it can't... Look, who has this point? They're like fat, gross gay guys. Yeah. There are... <laughs> there are. Disgusting gay guys. There's like disgusting... Yeah. Like uh, really gross, hairy, smelly, stinky yeah. gay guys. Yeah. Um, oh, that was a New Yorker cartoon I, I drew where it was a very fit Max Silvestri type in bed with a fat guy uh-huh. and he's eating a, drink, eating wings and drinking a beer and he's gross and the guy is saying would it kill you to act a little more gay uh- <laughs> which I thought was really fun yeah, so that why <laughs> I love, I love that, that I'm just running cartoons <laughs> by you I don't care this is our day yeah um, what do you can you tie something between being gay mm-hmm. and loving music art food conversation mm-hmm. uh, connection all that sort of stuff Typically more feminine things, but the, like yeah. dressing well and like when you said that restaurant had like wonderful martinis and this killer yeah. chef, yeah, like some killer gay chef. Yeah, I'm assuming he's gay. Yeah, starts a gay bar and the food is amazing. Yeah, and they're always gay people are gentrifying and Andy yeah. Haynes has that great bit about I hope gay people do go to hell. Yes. just to see what they'll do with the place. <laughs> it's such a funny bit. Andy Haynes, yeah, he's so great. He's so great. Drove a colonial man insane. <laughs> uh, when when we were touring together, I could do his voice. I can't oh, do it anymore. I love Andy. I do. He's Alice. great. Oh yeah, they're so funny. They're great. So so funny. Both of them together. Um, what is going on there? Is there a theory? Like uh, when, when with, with uh, to be correlated with 
Physical fitness? Fashion, fitness. I, I think I get the fitness. You do. Maybe it makes more sense. I mean, from my experience, and like I, there are different ways to be gay. Uh, I have, I'm not good socially, I don't think. I don't like to mingle. I'm not a going out person. So my way of being gay, and I even just talking about it like this, I, I can even maybe zoom back further and just say that when I was in the closet and when I came out of the closet and up until I had my first boyfriend, which was weirdly a long time, it was like almost 10 years mm-hmm. of just like sex, not constant sex, but only having sex, not relationships. Right. Is that my, what I considered my gay life, which was my sex life, I kept almost completely separate from my friends. My ex-boyfriend, Kevin, was the first guy I ever hooked up with who ever met my friends. Hmm. And I had been out for 10 years hmm. and was not celibate. <laughs> so I think it was you just for kept me, it completely apart. It was completely compartmentalized, and in the online world, it's really changing right now. But back then, what you showed of yourself was never your face; it was always your body. Really? So it became kind of like I mean, an it was adult just friend a straight thing. up meat market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you show your dick. You show your dick, but you know, it was a lot of torso. <laughs> and I think that is like the fitness thing is like. We're, you know, we're only talking to each other to maybe have sex. So what is, uh, let's see the goods. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we talk about that on the show from time to time. Dicks are such a gamble. Yeah. There's a million ways a dick could go. Or uh, like boobs you can see and hips you can see. Yeah. Easier. Yeah. That straight guy's had it there. Yeah. There's no dick cleavage. There's uh, jock straps. The, the gays have been looking for it for a very long yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's there is jock straps, and there are tight jeans. Sure, I mean, there's the bulge, basically. The bulge. I forgot the about bulge. the bulge. I mean, here comes the bulge. Here comes the bulge. Boom, <laughs> boom, 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 bulge. <laughs> so I think like the meat market aspect, at least of online gay life. Yeah has contributed to what you see as like the gay body which is the West Hollywood Chelsea steroid right push up body right and uh but also that's just what i think a lot of probably more social gay guys saw each other's faces before right. they decided to have sex and went to bars right but even there you need to have a nice body right i want i just don't i've tried to articulate this before there's something about deciding acknowledging that you're gay yeah that's empowering mm-hmm. and you go like i am gay yeah from now on you can't take it back really you can't take it men back. can't take it back so it's this <laughs> big bold choice yeah and then it's almost like once you do it like i knew a girl here's a weird comparison mm-hmm. i knew a girl that got a breast reduction mm-hmm. and then she got in really great shape uh-huh you know what i mean because she did this very public yeah. open thing Breast reduction, right? And then followed through. Yeah. So I wonder if there's a follow through element of gay. Where oh it's my like, god! There majorly is this like period of right out of the closet. Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> it's like a new sex convert. Fest. Yes. It's a crazy, or you know, you want everyone to think it's a sex fest, even if it isn't. But like your voice <laughs> changes, you stress differently, you have your friends with different people than you yeah. would be, and then you everyone kind of evens out. Right. And, like that. That is typical. You can see that. That's like religion. It, yeah. It's like a religious fervor. Yes. The new convert is is. Oh my god, that's so interesting. I never thought of that. But yeah, yeah, the converts. Yeah. They're choosing it. And now and they have to yeah. something approved. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And now they're going to be on fire for the Lord and you guys are going to be flaming for being gay. Exactly. And so I think a lot of, and a a lot of it's probably just like suppressed, you know, whatever, like the, the rules of energy, you know, are never, Mm -hmm. energy isn't created or whatever. It's just converted. But like just the pent up gay, 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 gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm so gay. gay. I'm gay. Well, they did that on extras where he goes, cock, 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 cock. Have you seen extras? No, I only watched the first like two or three of extras and I didn't follow through on it. It's it's good. Yeah. You know, that female character, she just really... The world liked to shit on her. Oh, did they? No, I mean, uh, oh, in, in, in that world, I was just like, holy shit, this poor woman. And there was something about it being a woman. I understand. As opposed to... you getting it a little too sad? Yeah. I understand. It yeah. was sad. It's, it a, was it's sad. a heavy character. They have a scene in that show. Ricky Gervais seems to be very interested in this, is the idea of becoming gay. Mm-hmm. He does it in the show, in the show Extras. It's weird that it kind uh-huh. of came up. Is the idea that it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I like being gay, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk like this now. Because yeah. he's working with a guy who's very, very flaming. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's kind of the Kramer character who yeah. says everything that she's thinking. And she says, you know, Andy says you might be a little bit too gay. <laughs> and then uh, and then he gets really offended by that. But what is it, when you said you change your voice and stuff, to what extent am I straightening my voice? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Not very much. <laughs> But I mean, like, you have fun with your voice. I, I but a I, lot of I men think, probably would be afraid to, or I, I don't know if this is really something that goes on in your 30s in LA as much as yeah. in your teens, wherever is like, you know, I can hear my gay, my gay asses, yeah, straight up, and like, I don't know if I could fix that, right. but I was, and I, but now I don't give a shit. Whereas in high school, I was like, right. Jesus Christ. You right, know, just sure. like, oh, great. That too now. And like... Um, oh, in high school just, you didn't like it. I hated it. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't... I don't know. I'm sure I could have changed it, but... But you've got... You've got... Na- we've got... You've got what I call naturally gay voice. Yeah. I have a gay voice. But then some yeah. people who I've known come out of the closet and then their gay voice also comes out of the throat club. Yeah, I, uh, th- what I'm thinking is that they're uh, they're hiding it or they're compensating for it. Well, that's it. it. But then here's the thing. You're reminding me of when I was in junior high and your voice just starts changing. Yeah. All the guys, and we were all, you know, unless I, maybe something's happened since then, but we were all straight. We were There were only eight of us. Uh-huh. And we were straight. Oh, my God. Yeah, very, very small school. Wow. So there's like eight, ten of the guys. And I remember our voices all changed at the same time and it was a very big thing voice. So mm-hmm. it was like, if you called on the phone, we'd all be like, hello. You know, uh-huh. like we really yeah. overcompensate. Yeah. If you call the girl, you're like, hi, is Julie there? <laughs> you know what I mean? But Because is your Julie, real voice is like this. Yeah. How's it going, Julie? <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, is Julie real? Julie Smith. And then, <laughs> I Julie Smith in my <laughs> Really? Yeah. What's with the Quaker families and yeah, the Julie, the Julie Smiths? Smiths? I had a crush on Emily, not Julie. Mm. Um, but uh, and then Emily was like pudgy in in like sixth grade, and I really loved her. And then she got her shit together, and then like the cool kids started it. And I was like, I loved you way before yeah. it was cool to love you. Oh my god, that's like a band that gets popular. Exactly. I had the t shirt before it yeah. was cool. Then you fucking hate people who like her. Yeah. Yep. And my nemesis got to yeah. her. Ugh. And there were only ten of us. Jesus Christ. On the cross. probably made it worse. What did? Uh, the, I, I was like, God, I can't believe he had a nemesis. But yeah, it's such a small number. Of course you have a nemesis. I know. Well, he was he was my, my good friend and then he became my nemesis. Ooh! Yeah. 
But then this other kid, uh, my good friend Ern, uh-huh. uh, whom I love very deeply, came and replaced him, and it perfect. was it was it was perfect. Right around sixth, seventh grade. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Gays, uh, gayness, gayness, um, voice. voice. Yeah. So there is a deliberate. I'm going to say, um, I like vagina, mm-hmm. and then I wonder if my brain goes then then talk like this to attract vagina. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Because uh, Donnie Drapes, all my heroes. There's a great Madman line where he goes like. Um, there's something I something I love about your I I don't know why but I trust you something like that mm-hmm. and he goes I have a deep voice that's what, that's what wow. he says and it's just like oh yeah yeah so like masculinity yeah uh, but like there's nothing more masculine than fucking a dude which is something uh, that we always bring up yeah, on this show yeah but it's like I mean like not then, traditionally masculine yeah, no, but no, like no, kind of true. badass I mean <laughs> tackling and pinning then, down a man fucking then there's a man getting fucked also and that's what makes it gay right Exactly. Yeah. So I understand, like, I don't know what it is. What is it? So shouldn't there be two varietals of gay guys more clearly? I don't feel like – I feel like in the lesbian community, You've got there's the, more of the – there's butch the butch femme. and there's the femme. And in the gay community, it's kind of like, I don't know who's fucking who. Mm-hmm. Is that a Well, I mean, say? there's a million words for it. Really? For different types of guys. I mean, like, there are – I think I've most people have heard of bears. Yes. Twinks. Twinks or skinnies? Skinny, hairless. Twinks. Yeah. Skinny, hairless, young. Twinks. Yeah. Well, they're old twinks, but they become queens in my head, <laughs> honestly. Um, there's a gay guy at a bar just going like, But then there's fucking, there's a, a whole, I just like, realized I went from twink to queen. Yes, totally. <laughs> you're a twink until all of a sudden you're a queen in I my head. I just woke up one day and I'm a queen. <laughs> but I don't hate queens. I mean, uh, yeah. Or twinks. God bless everyone. What are the really old ones called? Uh, like in Daddies. Daddies? Yeah. Well, you know how so like... <laughs> Perfect. Fucking, you know... What's really weird and like a lot of people don't talk about is like the most popular genre of straight porn for sure is MILFs. Oh, I you're you're talking to the right okay, person. Yes. I bring this up all the time. All the time. So that is like it, that people need to come to terms with the fact people that really need something to come, is going on. familial yeah. is happening in sexuality. Yeah. So but when so you call them the daddies, daddies and we call them MILFs, yeah. something's happening. It's not necessarily that it's Straight guys get to hide behind the fact that it's like uh, she's got hips and boobs typically when you think of a MILF. And yeah. That, and that, that makes me think of pr- uh, reprodu- reproducing with this person. Okay. But I also think there's something happening where you're like, mama. 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 Yeah. Can I be baby? Yeah. And and guys all day, girls are allowed to be like have a, a, a boyfriend that's like their dad. Yeah. A friend of mine married a guy that rem- that looks exactly like her dad. Yeah. Guy does that. It's like. Why guys do that? Guys do that all the time. Guys yeah. absolutely marry girls that could be their yes. daughter. Or what you don't see is a lot of like young guys, say our age, with like a fifty-five-year-old girlfriend. Right? You Not don't see that as much. And when um, you do, it, it's it's, it's called a it considered extreme. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kinky. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, so there's I. But there, yeah, there's a million. What were you going to say about the, oh, about the but so like the, bear, the dad the. Uh, what was I? Well, did say? you have a, maybe you didn't have well, a point about uh, that acknowledgement of like, oh, this is this is a dad thing. Well, it, there is a. It's like you know, I think in the gay world you have to be really careful of like, especially with like older younger relationships because there's so much crossover in people's minds between pedophilia and gay. Yes, and you know, so when you talk about a daddy son relationship, you're in trouble. Or you're in, yeah, you're it's in a like weird it area. sounds gross or whatever, but. You know, 
I think it's really it's actually very common for young guys to be into older guys. Yeah. So common. And I think it's not but as looked down on in the gay world. Wouldn't that also just be like when you were talking about being a ju- in junior high? Yeah. Something about being with a guy who's been gay a very long time and you're yeah. kind of like, look. I, I heard a stereotype that older gay guys are like put out to pasture and are sexless and like die alone. I mean, there are so many young guys who are into I'm I I'm one for sure. I love older guys. That's like my thing. Really? One of my things. I have a million things. I'm a, sure. I'm an individual. But <laughs> in this, you know, now there's I think everyone has heard of Grinder, but there's a million Grinder spin-offs. You told me about this. Is that a, is that an app? Grinder is an app. Yeah. Okay, Grinder is an app that works off your GPS and all it is is all of the gay guys in your area how far away from them you are. Mm-hmm. And everyone makes like a little profile. Um, and it's smart. And If you could show this to Tibu, the one gay guy in Jerusalem yeah. in BC. Yeah. <laughs> like four. It'd be, that's what It Gets AD Better four. is. Isn't that what the yeah. It Gets Better campaign is? <laughs> <laughs> um, Grinder. It Grinder. Get, it's got better. It's fine. <laughs> it's easy, if anything. Do but, you rank... How um, horny you are at that moment? Well, you go on it if you're horny. You go on. Oh, you only browse. log on when you're horny. I mean, a lot of pe- I, a lot of people browse too. You right. know, you don't have sex every day, right? Do you not want sex every day? Um, That's a big. I, thing. I do. You I do. do want sex every uh-huh. day. But if I am not in a relationship, then I don't expect it in any way. So because right. that I don't. I'm not huge. Like I just like exercise. I have part. I have let's say months out of the year where I rip it up mm-hmm. and then times when I'm looking for a boyfriend or I'm fine by myself. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Where, so I mean, and, but on, Oh, but where I was going is so grinder is like the catch all. Yes. And this is all off your GPS. So you only see like the closest guys to you. Maybe not the guys that you're I use, the most I use attractive Trulia. to. Trulia. What is that? It's a real estate app, but it shows ah! you what a house is. I'm looking, it's kind of gay. I'm looking yeah. at kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty gay. Um, it's also kind of responsible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Oh, but so Grinders like the catch-all, and it all goes off your GPS. So it's the guys that are closest to you, not necessarily the guys who are your type. Yes. So now there are spinoffs for types. Uh-huh. And like Bear Finder. Bear Finder. That's called Scruff. Scruff? Yeah. And there's... Bear Finder was taken by a hunting organization. Yes! <laughs> Turn on your bear finder. Weirdly, the country of Russia owns <laughs> bear, bear finder. finder. <laughs> it's a meat, meat app. You must turn on bear finder. Bear finder. <laughs> Are we safe, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never do accents. Um, I loved it. Yes. And Are then, we safe, but, Papa? So there's... There's one for guys who are into older guys and older guys who are into younger guys. Uh-huh. And it is so popular. Really? Yes. You know, I'm kind of happy to hear this because when I, I always used to think of – did you see that movie? Is it called Beginners? Yes. I was like – I loved that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Good movie. And I was like, I hope there are old gay fox guys. I mean, fox guys that-, that guy was like in his 70s and passing away. Yeah. But like <laughs> – Yeah, that's a little different. It's a little different. And he dated Benicio Del Toro's look alike. Yeah. Kind of, uh, oh God, who is, uh, he was just in Skyfall. He's like the hottest, uh, he's the Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. That's who I meant. Yes, yes. I didn't mean Benicio Del Toro. I meant Javier Bardem. No harm done. I made it much worse for you. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but yeah, it's very popular. 
Interesting. And it's called Mister. Mister. Mm-hmm. Mr. Period or no? M I S T E R. Interesting. Yeah. Free app. I'm just and downloading. Yeah. There's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. It's, they're going to be one of your sponsors. I bet no one's ever mentioned them on Nerdist before. Oh really? I hope so. Well, Nerdist is. You know, it'll help you find nerds. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's a nerd finding app. So yeah, there is a there is a milf correlation for the gay, and it's just as popular. Yeah, and something's there, something's up there. But yeah, and these are older men, not in the beginners sense. This is like we're talking forties. Let's let's take let's let's take it another weird place. I'm going to start with me, as I mm-hmm. often do, <laughs> because I, I, I want to see I want you to see where I'm coming from. Let's let's take these things as true. Being gay is not a choice. Mm-hmm. Being straight is not a choice. Uh, so you're born with some sort of genetic disposition. Yeah. Let's call that 50%, mm-hmm. maybe. I'm just making that up. I just okay. made that up. We can change it. We can go back and change it. So you're born uh, gay, and 50% of that is gay. And as your sexuality is developing, like we said, in kindergarten, everybody's nothing. Yeah. You're six, seven, eight. It's starting to grow a little bit. When we're th- talking about moms and dads, and mm-hmm. we're talking about uh, social dynamics and, and family stuff, um, the fact that like a lot of gay people – had really close relationships with their mothers mm-hmm. or, um, and let's see right there. I'll call bullshit. Cause Generalize. I had, I had a very yeah. close relationship with my mother Yeah, and like, and I think that's where we get my comfort with being like, as we were joking, yeah. a little bit effeminate and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so clearly that's not a winning factor. I'm wondering if we can have a conversation about how much our external factors persuading somebody that might've gone either way. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Because like, Let's take, let's take yeah. the distant father or the, the overloving mother, which right. is what I always say makes people an artist, <laughs> not, not gay. Yeah. But I wonder, I wonder why when you meet, when somebody is that super, is super duper though. gay, yeah. when somebody's super duper gay, very flaming, I mean, and then you find out that they didn't have a father, mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. Our, our mammal brain just goes like, well, well yeah, there you go. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's interesting. I also I have found I have I mean, you that is a really good question and it's a totally I totally hear you that that's a stereotype that gay guys overbearing mother usually. Yeah. So, but and, and have, again, here I am with the same thing and you know, yeah. so it's so, not So, but the thing is true. I also I kind of find that it's guys are obsessed with their mother and girls are obsessed with their Dads, yes. either in a positive or negative way, right? Well, that's another stereotype. Was the uber straight guy, like, yeah, like Nikki Kroll's character. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, he's like never disrespect. Yes, my exactly. Bobby I B. Love you, Bobby yeah. B. Loves his mother. Loves his mother. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, and I, don't I know, and my bro- my brother was very close. It's like he's very close with my dad in a sense that they talk a lot. They do the same thing for a living. They spend a lot of time together. But he's also obsessed with my mom hmm. in, in a protective way. You know, I don't know. God, I, I, I wish I had an answer for you. My parents. We don't have to have an answer. My parents, like, I was very close with my mother growing up and preferred her to my dad growing up. And my dad and I didn't have a close relationship through my teens at all. And looking back, that was as much me as him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was a fucking asshole to him. Hmm. And I I kind of know why and I kind of don't know why. And then now in my 20s and now I'm in my 30s, I'm super close with him. Mm-hmm. It's like everything changed, 
Um, I and had, he's, I had a similar shift. With yeah, it's boy. super weird. Like, and he was, he's very supportive of my comedy. He's super fine with me being gay. Always wants to meet my boyfriend, hmm. you know, shit like that. Um, and we're close and we talk on the phone. We never would have done that when I was living with him. So I have no idea what that's hmm. about, but mm-hmm. my mom wasn't overbearing in any way, but very supportive. And as soon as it was clear that I was like into the arts, it was like, cool art camp, art lessons, hmm. do what the, whatever the fuck you want. We'll go to Judy's. Um, hmm. I love so that. I can, yeah, I can only speak from my perspective. It's like, both of my parents were equally supportive, but I was close to my mom. I wasn't close to my dad until I was older. See, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it uncomfortable and weird uh, for myself, actually, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm like uh, I would consider myself aggressively straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like really, really love women. Yeah, and I wonder where like I really loved my mom, and then like it, it became this sort of like idolatry of like mom, 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 mom. Yeah, like, women. Women's love is good. Yeah. Uh, attention from women is good. And then, you know, of course, that wasn't sexual. I would tell you if it was. Yeah. It wasn't a sexual thing, but it was this kind of like mini relationship. Yeah. Um, and now my, I feel like my heterosexuality was encouraged by my um, living dynamic. I don't yeah. know. I, I, it's too big of a, a topic. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and, you know, there are gay guys out there who have overbearing moms Mm -hmm. and there are straight guys out there who have overbearing moms and I'm thinking of two comics and you know it's like yeah I don't know what the answer is but that is but you're right because it's like a it's a thing right that's out there I I just think there's a genetic set point for a lot of things and then there is I think the answer is there's so much about how you're yes how much so much has to do with how you're raised right yeah and I always think about it not just with gay stuff but I think about how like now I'm a working comic I make all of my money from that and I can't imagine how people who also do that got to that point without as much support from their parents as I got Hmm. like if I had to stick up for the fact that I was a comedian when I was making no money doing that I don't know how I would have made it yeah and that's how everyone else does it. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. My my parents didn't bat an eye. My parents used to drive from Philly to Rafifi to watch me. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. When Jenny and I had that show, Monday Nights at Rafifi, some like across the board, the only people in the audience for months would be my parents. No. And they lived in Philly and they would just drive back. What? Isn't that insane? Wait, they'd be the only people in the crowd? Sometimes. You'd do a little show for your parents? Yeah, or in like whoever's standing waiting for the next show. Or cancel the show. I understand. Yeah. Holy shit, that's yeah. amazing. I mean, like, how fucking supportive are can you possibly be to drive an hour and a half to see me when I don't know how to do comedy, yeah, do right. comedy in the worst part The time possible. when you need the most people to come watch you yeah. is the time when no one should be watching. Yes. And it's so funny, as soon as I got good and had a real audience... That's when they chilled out. And yep. now they come to special things. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's how it should be. Yeah. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Um, let's do this. Let's talk about um, the Lord. The Lord. Do you love the Lord? Do you love your Jewish God? Uh, <laughs> that's a weird way to put it's it. It's tough. I mean, I was raised pretty conservative, uh-huh. Jewish. We went to synagogue and it was all in Hebrew. I had a long bar mitzvah. I went to What's Israel. that mean, a long? Uh in the reform 
Jewish circles. The bar mitzvah is real fast. It's mostly in English, and then it's a party. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, you did. The, it's like it could be labor if you, you made it labor. You, you used know, the pointer all, and you did the all singing. the pointer. Yeah, you know, and all in Hebrew, mm-hmm. all of that shit. It was horrible. Do you still speak Hebrew? Um, no, not at all. And what's really funny is that I can't believe this, but I when I was a freshman in college, sorry, I have a riff. Uh oh, let's hear it. It's hard to speak a language that looks like Stonehenge. <laughs> I'm so glad it worked because if it didn't work, I go, sorry, I have a riff. And then it's just horrible. It's awful. No, that's good. Uh, And it looks like so much. Okay, go on. I. So you had the long mitts. Long mitts, yeah. Very conservative. (laughs) Jewish. Yes. But in a weird way, because we went to a conservative. It's called Reconstructionist Temple, which is just feminist. It means that women and men are equal. Oh. But it's just as. Religious, so like they paper. have like a new Torah ceremony. Yeah, the women get to hold it too. And yes, stuff. exactly. And like women can read from the Torah. My mom had a bat mitzvah in her forties, <laughs> type of thing. She's a major feminist. Um, so that so that was my Jewish upbringing. It was a nice community, um, but as soon as it became up to me, I just stopped going. And that was when I moved to New York. I just didn't go back for holidays. Yeah, and there are no temples in New York. I know. I know. Well, it was really that just like I you stopped asshole. thinking of do my – I was only going because it was important to my parents. You were only going because it's on TV. Politician. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, because it was important to my parents. It was never important to me. And then now I don't really have any religion. But with, the worst thing is that I like panic pray when I'm in trouble. Why is that bad? You don't like that because you, I feel like it's inconsistent. It's, it's inconsistent because when I'm comfortable, who are you praying to? God, Jewish God, I think, or something God. Yeah, God. I say God. Yeah, and like, I just think it's rude because like when I'm comfortable and everything's going well, I'm like, I did this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, you know, there's no magic to the world, but as soon as I need it, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Please, please take mercy on me. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's where I go. <gasps> so I don't know what that oh. means, but so I guess that means I do believe, but no. only when, like, I'm in a vice, you it know? It means you're with 99% of the world, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, not the world, maybe, but... I also like... A lot of us. Yeah. You also like what? I also like mysticism a lot. New and, agey stuff? Yeah, like I do read my horoscope. Really? And I don't like assume it's going to be true, but I like to see patterns like that. Sure. And uh, when it is true, I'm like, yes, it's magic. But if something, if it was like, you're going to win a million dollars today and I didn't, I wouldn't be like, right. the world is spinning backwards. Or right, right, you know? right, right. It's like, oh, okay, this is garbage. I just, yeah, there's types of brains that j- I'm one of them. That yeah. It just lights up for that. I the love it. The fact that it. I'm thinking about, that's why I always like talking about if something comes up that I was just thinking about on the way over, I'm yeah. like, I was just thinking about that. Or even something small like the show Extras comes up and then I'm like, but the Extras also has this other thing about yeah. uh, homosexuality that yeah. I want to ask you about. I, I'm I'm looking for it so aggressively. Yes. So I, don't, I want I, it to make sense. Yeah. I want there to be some sort of cool order to it. Maybe if I even don't understand it, that's fine. But yeah. it's nice to notice it when it happens. I got some like spiritual um, – I don't go to synagogue very often. I would – um, if my parents made it clear that they wanted me to. Yeah. Lately, I've been, I've been feeling like religion and stuff is in, in the way. <laughs> and I think that there is um, a spiritual truth. And I think, I think you might be able to access it um, pretty easily. 
and uh, pretty quickly on your own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's bad for business. Yeah, you know, it's I'm kind of obsessed with like the with religious organizations and cults, mm-hmm. and you know, now living in LA, you hear so much shit talk about the Church of Scientology mm-hmm. and how it's a cult. But I, you know, um, and I'm reading kind of a scary book about it right now. You know, but I was just gonna, I'm already assuming that you're becoming I'm like, aren't they not hip to the gays? Oh my god, I can only <laughs> fucking imagine what they're like to gays. They're hard on everyone. Yeah. But um but you know, I there's that, but then I, you know, if you ever read about like you brought up the Mormon god before like I read uh Under the Banner of Heaven mm-hmm. uh which is like just about the founding of the Mormon church and like Moroni Moroni. 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 The angel Moroni. <laughs> in the fucking American desert. And it's like, yo, that was going on at the same time as the Civil War. Like It was? Oh my yes. God. I didn't even think of that. So like, it's crazy. Like, in, you know, like, pe- like lobbyists in Congress were like abolitionists or like anti-Mormon. Like that's the same time. So that's not that long ago mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But we call that a religion and we call Scientology a cult. Is it a newness thing or is it a behavior thing? Oh, sure. Every religion goes through a growing pain. Right. But with Scientology also, even though they have the Church of Scientology, for tax purposes, they can't. They are classified as a religion, but they're very they're very careful to say that they're not a religion. Right. That you can be a Christian Scientologist. Oh, I didn't Mormon know that. Scientologist, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I think that's the line they toe to right. uh, remain where they are ideologically and also get the tax breaks. And then you think of it as such like a logical, it's sort of on the same stream of logic when you hear about cults, like you brought up Crush before, or like Jonestown or any of that shit. And you think it's a really fine line, but it's not. Yeah. Like we're all, we all live in the world. We know that it's actually not that fine of line, but somehow it is a slippery slope to some people, but mm-hmm. it's like, is that just the, those people? You mean like David, the difference between David Koresh and um, another, someone calling himself a prophet, yeah. calling himself Christ is TV cameras, guns, and the modern age, you know, yeah. what I mean? like left unattended, that would just be a new religion. Or if it hadn't gone up in literal flames yeah. and maybe lasted for, let's say, 170 years, yes. would Heaven's Gate be a totally fine church to be a part of? Right. I mean, yeah, you run into that problem with Heaven's Gate. You're killing yourself whenever a comet comes by. It's like the shakers, not yeah. fu- not fucking. It's hard to make yeah, more yeah, shakers. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot from the beginning with your philosophy. Yeah, yeah but, but, I mean, I, I think you're making a very valid point, which is like all – people talk about Mormonism being bonkers. And I'm like, they're all they're all pretty out there. They're so out there, yeah. I'm getting to the point where I'm really feeling like, you know, I, I fear judgment. Mm-hmm. That's in me. That's that's a part of me. That's mm-hmm. why I, I can't quite let go of it. Um, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning, and I, I was just like, I was just really noticing just how scared I am. Like, mm. if you wake up at 3 in the morning, I'm like, oh, I'm 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 afraid. I don't know of what. Yeah. Just afraid of, like, something. Yeah. And it wasn't even an unpleasant fear. It was just like I noticed a song was repeating in my head, and I was like, why won't it stop? So mm-hmm. I sat up, and I, like, tried to quiet my mind, basically. And I realized the reason my brain was playing an Avid Brothers song over and over uh-huh. was because once I shut it off, I realized I was, like, afraid that I was alone and exposed mm-hmm. and, like, something could happen. Someone, oh could, someone could break in. My heart could stop. There could be an earthquake. All these different things. 
And then, and then I was like, oh, I'll take the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Does giving, so you're just a fearful person. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But at three in the morning, yeah. we all kind of are. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to be awake for that. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> you're supposed to sleep through that. Oh my God, yeah. But I, it made me realize that I do still fear uh, God's judgment and hell and that, all that sort of stuff that I was raised with. Because, like, um, the truth is, is I look at it more and more as all of it being when Christ died and was resurrected, I look at that as more of a. Christ died to himself mm-hmm. and woke up to his divinity sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Woke up to the peace and the connection to God that we all have. Yeah. It's right there in you right now that we're, we're, that we're completely blinded to by our egos mm-hmm. and by the modern world. It's complete, and, and I would also say religion. Religion, I think, at some point just became a deluded truth. I think there's beautiful truth in all of them, uh, but it, it, we, we stopped – empowering the people to really go after it yeah how do you i don't mind i when i meet someone who's religious it doesn't bother me yeah i'm not anti-religion sure at all as long but i do love it when i meet someone who's religious like you mm-hmm. or was raised religious and has like religion in their life still but you're down for the rules changing a little bit yeah of course you know like you meet the idea of just like fundamentalism is like what's really not cool. Yes. Because you need, I think you need to listen to the zeitgeist a little bit in your lifetime. Even if you're afraid of being led into Sodom and Gomorrah mm-hmm. or whatever, like I think everyone, except for let's say sociopaths and shit, have a moral compass. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to just kind of follow your own path as long as it's moral mm-hmm. and you're not f- fucking anything up for anyone. But it, but then you get in when you, but then you see a fundamentalist community where they're living by just black and white rules from someone else's lifetime. Right. And you're like, fuck you. Right. Well, that's, it, it's come <laughs> up on the show and I, I do not. As a Jew, I get really, uncomfortable when I see Hasidic Jews. I understand that. I get really, I, I, I'm noticing that I'm having a little bit of a similar reaction when I meet people who were like me yeah. not long ago. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I can't go back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk to and you And also, this. like, I, ugh, I just feel bad for your kids. Yeah. And the inbreeding and all that yeah. sort of stuff. It's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Thing. Well, Christ said, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And that was that was actually not Christ was the only one that said love your enemy. That was a big one. That mm-hmm. was that was a new. Everything else had kind of been said before. Right. Uh, he said it very well. Um, but that's said by somebody every five hundred years, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a total uh, turn the other cheek uh, civil rights thing. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You Martin know, Luther King. Yeah. That was a great. Did you do you listen to NBR? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. American Life? Uh, sometimes, yes. They did that great thing where the, the four-year-old child was talking. She loved Jesus. Uh-huh. And uh, she was obsessed with Jesus. So they got her like a kid's Bible and they teach him about teach her about Jesus and she loves Jesus. And Jesus is like, uh, love your neighbor as yourself. The golden rule is yeah. Jesus and all this sort of stuff. Then one day they see a crucifix in somebody's yard. And she goes, who's that? And the dad realizes he didn't tell her the end of the story. Oh. And he's like, oh, um, that's Jesus. Um, and some people didn't like his message was so 
uh, revolutionary. You know, you got to say it in four-year-old yeah. terms. I don't know how you would say that. So, so big that it scared some people, and they um, actually they killed him. She's like, oh. And then on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, they're in a, in a restaurant, in a diner. And uh, she's like, what's Martin Luther King uh, Jr.? Because he was on the placemat. Uh-huh. Well, that's why we're not in school today. He he was a civil rights leader. And she's like, what was what was he all about or whatever? And he's like, well, he said, um, you should love people no matter what they look like. And she goes, like Jesus. And he's like, well, yeah, I didn't really think about that. You know, love your neighbor as yourself. Love somebody no matter what yeah. they look like. That is pretty similar. And then there's a pause and she goes, did they kill him too? Oh, God. Isn't that wild? Yes, I just got chills actually. I got me, gave myself uh. chills. And when I heard that on NPR, and I don't remember the name of the episode, but it's the most recent one. Oh, children. And it was a rerun. And it just destroyed me. And I was like, oh, that's fucking true. And, that's really true, yeah. And it'll keep happening. Yeah. And someone will keep showing up and saying that yeah. simple, simple thing. And we'll keep. But I here's where I'm at today. And I know I asked you, but we're talking. Love God, meaning having an awareness of something bigger mm-hmm. than all of this meaning a, a presence and a special thing about being on this planet right now in this air and acknowledging the divinity of everyday life mm-hmm. and loving your neighbor as yourself. And I don't think you can go wrong. But yes. here's the problem. Yeah. If I'm a fundamentalist and you're gay, yeah, fuck you, you can't be gay. I, I'm not loving you. I love, I'm being you now, I love men. Yeah. And I'm saying you can't. Right. And then I try and deprogram That's what I and, meant by the... You have to be able, willing to change the rules and follow the zeitgeist. And I think, honest to, honest to God, whatever that means, <laughs> I think we might be doing it. I do too. You know, like, things are really changing. And I don't leave, you know, look, I lived in thir- uh, New York for 13 years. Now I live in LA. I was just in San Francisco for two weeks. Like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, Whatever. But I can tell you things are definitely changing and it's not just there. And, you know, in our lifetime, we've seen a lot of great shit happen for gay people. And it's like, really, it is definitely going to change. For our kids, it's going to be completely different. Right. When I talk to Greg Fitzsimmons, whose kids go to some aggressively progressive school where they speak Spanish all day. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, it's totally, like, sexuality is like a non-issue. Yeah. It's not like who's straight or gay. It's just like, things are just evolving yeah. naturally that's why it was so weird when we did that show in san francisco and you and billy Merritt was hosting and I, yeah. I asked you backstage i said i thought and i thought it was funny i said is billy gay or is he is he like you is he effeminate and gay or is he like me effeminate <laughs> yes yeah and i thought that was so funny and i went out and i opened with that oh and god did the crowd throw that's in san francisco that look one of the reasons we do so many live podcasts in San Francisco is because it's great. And there's great people everywhere. Just like there's open-minded, wonderful, yeah. gay friendly people in Philly and Boston. Yeah. There's wonderful, not so uh, rigorously liberal people in San Fran. They can take a joke or laugh at something yeah. like that. Not that it's the most funny thing in the world, but they were like – they didn't like it. Yeah. I think that what I have found – yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much about San Francisco. It's a great city, and I always love performing there. And right. I, no one gets mad at me, but I do feel like I've seen, and it was in your case, and I've seen other like straight white male comics who I love and who I spend actual time with, and I know are very accepting mm-hmm. people um, get kind of filed under straight white. Enemy. Male. Straight white enemy. Yeah. Yeah, I felt it. And it's unfair because, you know, as a gay guy, you know, I've known you for a million years. And, like, that same show, no one was having John Daly. 
Right. You know, and exactly. like he is the sweetest fucking. I work yeah. with him every day. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, the yeah. sweetest. Yeah. I didn't yeah. stay for that show, but of yeah. course the bad show got written up or something. Somebody wrote about yeah. it. And I was like, oh, I guess John didn't do well either. Yeah. And I remember being like, that's one of those times where I got to watch it. I, I call the crowd dumb too much, but I, I called that crowd stupid. I said, you yeah. guys are stupid. And of course I'm joking. I'm still trying to entertain them yeah. in being mean to yeah. them. It's not like I'm just giving up. No. I'm trying to get a rise out of them. But I'm like, fucking Gabe Liebman's right there. Billy's walking yeah, off stage. Yeah, this is Billy's you show. You think You're... I'm like, shh, don't tell yeah. him. Is that guy gay? Yeah. And I Come and on. I And I look and talk. And we're like, I'm, I'm like – Everybody relax. Yeah. Now there's a Billy Eichner. There's a great example of. Wait, did I call him Billy Merritt? Oh, did you? Billy Eichner. I call Eichner. him Bi- Billy Merritt. Is a different Billy. And, oh, and gotcha. He, he's straight. I actually went over my head. Billy um, Eichner. Billy is Eichner. Show. He is. Uh, I don't think he has a gay voice. Does he? I couldn't tell. Yeah. There but, you go. But the show was kind of like in and, your face and doing fashion yeah. stuff, and I was kind of like. That's why I was like. I don't. He, I don't know why I wanted to yeah. know, but I was like, I can't tell hey, if that's he's a gay. <laughs> totally valid question and not offensive in any way. Yeah, but uh, Billy's a great example of someone whose voice sounds like the opposite of me. He's kind of tall and strapping. Yeah, you know, like I, you know, if you if it wasn't for how much of his opinions about pop culture yeah. are uh, If it there. weren't for his crippling addiction to fashion and pop culture. Yeah. He, he could pass. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, I think I was probably just doing field research. I probably just wanted to know for me and be yeah. like, is this what a gay person is also? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of that uh, strapping kind of could pass. Yeah. Yeah. Pass. Maybe did some teams. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let, – I really um, – Love this conversation very much. I have to urinate, and I don't like taking breaks. So let's just end with um, the speed round. Okay. It's fun. It's nothing to. I have to, worry to pee about. too, by the way. So we're I gotta pee so bad. Very chill. I, I often think it's weird that you can announce that in public. It's like I feel a pressure on my bladder. Yep. And my dick feels weird. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Behind the dick, deeper into <laughs> yeah, the flesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna shoot out yep. of the dick. What kind of soap do you use? That's the first uh, question oh, of the speed round. Uh, body wash or hand soap. Body wash. We're talking in the shower. Um, I use 365 brand, the Whole Foods brand, yes. mint, mint body wash. Nicely done. Organic. Mm-hmm. Like Organic. It. Yeah. And fucking cheap. Is it cheap? Yeah. It's very cheap Look for like you. nice body wash. And then go to Trader Joe's and get those apple bites for your nephews. Ah. Uh, I'm going to skip all those. We're going we're gonna to just do this one. Do you – and don't feel pressure. I always, I always want to make it clear that this isn't like a – Go. Okay. We'll talk about it together. Do you remember a time you laughed really, really hard and ideally one of the hardest times you've ever laughed? Oh, God. Yes. Um, <laughs> how to choose one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such a big question. I know. One of the – okay. One, one thing I remember from when I was younger that made me laugh so hard that I couldn't fall asleep <laughs> and – I remember being up laughing and I was laughing out loud as a kid and down the hall. So was my little sister. I could hear her laughing. Mm-hmm. Neither of us could sleep mm-hmm. was uh, best of Chris Farley SNL special. He, I mean, it was on an SNL episode. He played uh-huh. Dom DeLuise <laughs> and he was dressed like a chef and, and he pissed himself. He himself. And I could not believe how funny that was as a kid. That was like crippling, yes, crippling I laughter that lasted through the night. That is so funny. Yeah. You're reminding me that last night at three in the morning, it wasn't just panic. I also thought of the Simpsons episode where oh, Elvis God. Costello was on. Uh-huh. 
and Homer takes his hat and glasses. Yes. And Elvis Costello goes, my image. Oh, my God. And I laughed aloud yeah. at 3.30 in the morning. You know what Simpsons fucking killed me? And I hadn't even seen what it was based on, but their Cape Fear yes. thing. With the, Sideshow Bob. With Sideshow Bob. I didn't see Cape Fear until last year. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so familiar. Yeah. Right, the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the scene where the... Uh, they're trying to give Homer his new identity, and it's just not sticking. <laughs> yes, hello, when I say. Yeah, when I say, and then step on your foot. And Homer's like, I think he's talking to you. Yeah. I think he's talking to you. Oh, God. I died in a Homer recently, yes. which was, he's trying to get the letter that he sent Mr. Burns. So he goes to the post office, and he goes, hello. He does a weird voice. <laughs> yes. My name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. <laughs> and the guy, this is the genius of it. The postal worker is helpful uh-huh. and is like, all right, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? And it, like, it's going to work. Yeah. And then Homer goes, I don't know. Ah, yes. I just tweeted. Oh, God. The Simpsons is the funniest. Thing. I just tweeted, all right, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? And like everybody that got it. Yeah. Got it. It was it's so The Simpsons funny. is the funniest show. It's a deal breaker. Yeah. Girl, a girl doesn't like The oh, Simpsons. Oh, my God. I, I mean, like, I'm not going to break up with you right away, but. Yeah. It's the clock's ticking. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's telling me something. The hill just got steeper. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Let's go pee out our dicks. Okay. In different bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there are two separate ones. Not because I'm gay. I wasn't making, ah, I actually wasn't making a gay joke. I was like, <laughs> I just think it'll be fun to it'll know be, that you're also pissing. Be yeah. And then it came out really <laughs> like, a, hey, don't look at my dick, fella. <laughs> Jesus, what a stupid way to end a progressive and loving podcast. This was progressive and loving, and I was the one who said, that not you yeah but i i I felt myself being like am i making that joke i wasn't uh would you say keep it crispy keep it crispy (laughs) (laughs) i was a little too eager (laughs) yes oh oh god i'm dying (laughs) thanks man thank you Now leaving Nerdist.com.